Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is week five of Fourth and Wrong. We've somehow made it here. I think I've said that every week, but this week seems more more likely than any week that the NFL is in jeopardy. My name's Aaron. That's Aiden over there. Hello. Isaiah's actually here today. He's on the keys. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? He got his first W, so he's excited. Um, yeah, on to week five. We got Tennessee having huge COVID problems. We don't even know if they're going to play their game. Um, New Orleans actually has a hurricane issue right now, so we don't know if they're going to play their game. Um, what else is going on? Uh, who will, who, uh, Cam Newton still got COVID. Somebody else got oh, Corey Stephon Davis. Gilmore. Corey Davis got Stephon Gilmore has COVID, and he was whispering right in Patrick Mahomes' ear. A lot of COVID-related stuff going on. Um, but I mean, can you imagine uh, how much the Pats are going to be hated even more if they give COVID to the NFL's pretty boy? Well, I mean, if if here's what I'm concerned about. If, that, yeah, that is fucked up. But if Cam Newton had COVID before and then nobody tested positive and now Stephon Gilmore is testing positive, that means a bunch of players on New England are probably now going to start testing positive and they got it from Cam, which means they gave it to Kansas City, which means we got our first like serious outbreak with two teams. Because when it's one team, you can easily just replace their bye. You know what I mean? But now when it's two teams, we're talking... gets canceled because of the Pats. And Kansas City, and it was Patrick Mahomes, which is... Boston will burn. The face of the league. No, no, no. We are Boston strong, brother. Boston strong, brother. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Get him out of the league, those um, fucking cheaters. Um, what, what else is going on in the intro? Oh, Lakers are about to win their championship. It's 3-1 right now. And I'll yeah, knock on wood because here's 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 a fact. I'm we're both LeBron guys. We're both LeBron Big guys. LeBron You're guys. more of a LeBron guy than I am, but For I'm sure. definitely a LeBron guy. But here's a fact: if he loses this championship now and gets come back on from one three against with this Heat team. His legacy is very much in jeopardy. That's a big problem for him. He has nothing to, like the Heat have nothing to lose right now. I know it's probably not going to happen, and he, they're probably going to gentlemen sweep yeah, him and win the next happen. game. But if it somehow does happen, that's a big tarnish on LeBron's career. What do you think about that? Of course it would be, but it just I don't think it happens. I don't Look at how either. good Jimmy Butler had to play for them to win one game. I think it's more and just it, how and literally when he did it, I. I looked at you and said, yeah, that's pretty cool. How many times can he do that? And you said, not a lot. Not many. Yeah, he maybe has. <laughs> he That's his best game ever, I think. Like, literally yeah. ever. I don't know if yeah. Jimmy Butler's ever had a 40-point triple-double. Yeah. And they had a, he played that well, and the Lakers had a lead in the fourth. So, like, it was still like a Yeah, it was game. still a close game, is what you're saying? Yeah, like, but they're, they're down Dragic and um, and Bam Bam. So Bam, yeah, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I just... But like I don't know, I just I don't just, see the Lakers <laughs> losing. I don't see the Lakers losing four. Or I don't three see them losing either, sure. and I really hope they don't because that would be tough for LeBron's legacy. Um, other than that, like, what's you know, how's the puppy? Puppy's getting big. It's about twice the size she was last At time we recorded. At least twice the size. She's massive. Massive. Her All teeth are getting a little more now. dull. Yeah, I'm just giving her more and more bricks every day to chew on. <laughs> Get them things I'm not down. giving her bricks. Chill out, Peta. Let's <laughs> Peter. I don't think Peter's listening. If they are, they were mad way before this episode. Um, let's do our fuckhead check, though. You're four and zero. Four and zero, baby. Golf clap for you. No CMC. Four and zero, baby. Yeah, we're all. Hey, we're all fucking thrilled for you. Oh, we got a few trades going too. <sighs> mm-hmm. Check in mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, check in next week. Four and zero without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, who's who's been the leader since McCaffrey's out? Definitely Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Chris yeah. Carson has been solid RB one. Aaron Rodgers leading the way yep. as well. Amari Cooper's been solid. DK Metcalf. DK well monster could have been a monster, but yeah. I mean, you know, he's had a good game every game so far. He he hasn't had. I'm a just talking yet. about the drop touchdown. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. It's hard like, to think about tough. DK this season without being like, like I, I get he's doing amazing and he is like a fucking wide receiver one esque, but like as a big DK guy, that sucks. Like, we choose to forget about. You it. can't just choose to forget about. It. We need to forget acknowledge that move, sucks. Forget <laughs> it and move on is our DK fan club motto. Forget and move on. Forget and move on. So yeah, DK's doing well, and uh, you're four zero. Yeah. Isaiah crawled himself out of uh, out of quite the hole. We got his first W. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, to be honest. Uh, but the thing is, is I, it, it, it's three, a baby. it's a good it's a good feeling, but at the same time, it's kind of a bit of a sour one because I won, although my highest scoring player was the Chiefs D with 19 points or sorry, 18 points. I mean, I'm not mad at it, but there's all think about it, this. Like, it was it wasn't a pretty win, but I won. So I mean, he, here's the extra sweet part of that, Isaiah. They scored 18 points against the fucking Pats. Fuck the Pats. Yeah, Fuck true, the but, Pats. But also, I mean, yeah, it's pretty sweet. But also, I mean, without Cam Newton, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like that's you, obvious. You, a varsity team fucking, like, come on. Fuck the Pats. Oh, yeah, he did real good against fucking Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer. Like, <laughs> yippity fucking do. Um, yeah, I mean, big win. Big win for you. I had another big loss. I'm 1-3. I have the same record as Isaiah, which... It was, it was always kind of... Before, I could be like, I'm silver medal right now. I have the second best record in this room. But now, now I'm tied for the worst record. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what are we at in points four between you guys? Or... No, it's not even close. There's no... T- I haven't checked. I honestly don't know. Maybe he's up a point, but I would guess I have at least 60 more points. 60, eh? In four weeks. That's a significant amount. Uh, I'll pull it up. You have four and six, and I have... Ten. 40 more points. Oh, sorry. You said, 50 I, said I heard points. I heard ninety six between forty to fifty more points. It's quick maths. So yeah, I'm in a tougher division from what I remember. I don't want to complain about divisions because they don't really matter. But I am in a tougher division. Um, I honestly, and here's the shitty part: is I was even saying this to Aiden. Is like my team is good, except I don't have another running back. I have Aaron Jones, who obviously is a solid RB one. I have Cam Newton and Matt Ryan, two solid quarterbacks, kind of playing the matchups on them. They've been working out so far. Hayden Hurst and Jonu Smith, again, playing matchups. Both of them have been pretty fucking solid. I got Tyreek Hill. I've got Calvin Ridley. Wide receiver one, wide receiver two. You talk, what are you talking about? Devontae Parker is my flex. Not a bad flex piece. I got J.K. Dobbins and Cam Akers, just as little potential pieces. Just that one huge gaping hole is my RB2. Just a gaping black hole on my team right now. I Who's had, your kicker? Uh, my kicker, my kicker's actually good. Kamai Fairbairn, he had like 18 points last game. He was great. I'm not kidding. Like he's, <laughs> my kicker's been good. Everybody on my team has been solid, except for my RB2. I had Jeff Wilson Jr. last week. Big fucking mistake. Malcolm Brown's made an appearance in that RB2 spot a couple of times. Cam Akers started there and uh, injured himself away. J.K. Dobbins is just irrelevant. Uh, it's a problem. It's a huge problem for me. I because It's a problem because... Like, everything else is there, and I don't have any pieces to trade. Because if I trade away, like, Devontae Parker plus somebody or whatever, like, I'm losing my starting lineup. Yeah, it sucks. I need an RB2 in the worst way. I need Cam Akers or J.K. Dobbins to take the job. It's what I need to happen. And then my team is solid. But until then, it's going to be a rough ride. Yeah, I mean, not having having more than one running back. Mike Inger was playing, like, just solid enough to keep his job. I get. I. I don't know what we were thinking. Like everybody, like it wasn't just me. I was really piggybacking on other people's opinions that J.K. Dobbins was eventually going to be the running back to own there. I would. Yeah, I wasn't really on there. Like I don't know, but 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 common sense should have prevailed there. Like Mark Ingram is still Mark Ingram. No he's matter. So good at football. <laughs> yeah. And even if J.K. Dobbins is better, he had Mark an incredible Ingram's incredible season last year too. Like he. Had, like there's yeah, no he, way you would have been ignored. There's no way. 
Yeah. Especially not how Baltimore works. Yeah, yeah. They like their vets. It's so easy to say that in hindsight, brother. I mean, they could have easily... J.K. Dobbins could have just walked... I just need Mark Ingram to get injured, honestly, now that I think about don't. it. Don't. I don't want to wish... Like Mark hey, Ingram. I don't want to wish an injury upon somebody, but I Especially do wish Mark Ingram cool. would get injured. Mark Ingram's a cool guy. He has a great... Oh, you know what? He has actually... I mean, his podcast is decent. I said the other day that it's crappy. It's getting a little bit better. It's getting a little bit better, but... Him and uh, him and Cam Jordan have a podcast. It's called uh, uh, Trust Levels. It's very like okay, the reason I didn't like I'm, I'm going on a tangent now, but the reason I didn't like wasn't a big fan of it originally is they like they just talk like sarcastically the whole time, like the whole time they're like, oh, big trust, like what's up, yeah, yeah, and then they just like giggling, but like, they never have a genuine conversation. They're just like talking, you know, yeah, what's going on, like a fake voice kind of the whole time. Even when they're like interviewing people, like they're interviewing George Kittle, and they're like, trying to talk, and they're, like, yeah, that boy's got two monitors over there or something like that. And Kittle's like, Haha, yeah, like I'm just trying to talk about my college experience or something. It was, they're very like trying to be jokey all the time when you guys should just be genuine. That's what we want to hear is like a, a actual player's opinion. But Mark Ingram did have, I thought one thing. He said was cool because I thought it was, I was like hearing players' opinions on like little things, and Cam Jordan and um and George Kittle were both like I can't wear fucking visors like you can't see, and yeah. Mike Green was like I love visors there's so much swag, and they're like what does it add to you and he's like swag and he's like do you think it makes you play worse and he's like probably <laughs> 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 like what he's like yeah you, it just takes one training camp you got to commit to it for one training camp and then after that it's just normal then you just then it's just like normal helmet. But that whole training camp, you suck. Like, you takes a long time to get used to the fucking visor. And Kittle's like, I just don't want to play bad. He's like, yeah, swag swag counts. <laughs> I love Mark. If there's, if we're talking about this. If there's one running back in the NFL right now that I would hang out with, it would be Mark Ingram. And that's I, not even like he, he's just like such a cool guy. It's not because yeah. he's on my team. Like, and you, you said that, and I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I tried to think about it. There's a lot of like corny dudes yeah, I feel like playing running really back. Really corny dudes. Like Ezekiel Elliott, I don't like. He's or, like, I love guys him. He's cool, just, but, like, like, or two hood of guys. Guys yeah, that you, yeah, you yeah. Relate to you Ezekiel know, like, Elliott is like Todd Gurley. Like, yeah, what? Todd, well, actually, no, Todd Gurley. I like Todd Gurley. Is actually, you say that as a, that's a, that's a he, he would be boy. one that I kind of like to be honest. That's with a Baltimore boy because, but he's kind of like uh, Baltimore. Yeah, he's, he's from, from Baltimore. Jo- he's from Georgia. He played in Georgia. Todd Gurley, I thought was from Georgia. Todd Gurley is from Baltimore, Maryland. Really? He played football at Georgia. Hmm. Yeah. Google that. And make sure. Okay. Somebody Google it. I just I believe you, but I need to see an internet answer for that. I was just convinced he was a Southern boy, but no, no, no. I don't know. I feel like we're going off tangent now. But like Christian, Baltimore, Maryland. That's wild. <laughs> Who else is from Baltimore? Like, DJ Moore. What other professional athletes besides DJ Moore and Michael Phelps? Michael. Oh yeah, there's not a fucking <laughs> there's not a body of water. Fucking. <laughs> Um, what are you talking about? It's in a bay. Yeah, but it's not. You can't swim in it. I already googled that the other day. I know for a fact you can't swim on the, in like the ocean in Baltimore. It's very cold and it's rough. Okay. It's the Atlantic. He swims in a pool. It's rough. <laughs> I know, but it's like weird. You think like the, the best swimmers would be people that are like from the island, like Hawaiian dude or something. It's like I've been swimming since I was a little wee lad. And he doesn't talk like that. That's Brit, but. You know what I mean? Like, I thought there'd be people that live in the ocean. <laughs> Moving on from our fuckhead check. I need a running back, and I'm 1-3. Isaiah's 1-3. Aiden's 4-0. Oh. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Let's go, baby. Um, You know who we haven't done yet? We haven't done a 2016, 2016 Redeem Dream Team. 20, 2016 Redeem Dream Team check. Uh, for new listeners, basically what it was is uh, we had a full lineup of players that were basically on a redemption tour this season that were drafted very high in 2016. Okay, those guys were Cam Newton. He was the first quarterback taken in 2016's ADP, all right? Todd Gurley, the second running back. 
David Johnson, the fourth running back. OBJ, the second wide receiver. AJ Green, the fifth wide receiver. Gronk, the first tight end. And Le'Veon Bell, the sixth wide running back. Now, these guys were all obviously studs in 2016, and they're all kind of doing a little redemption tour this year. Cam Newton is definitely leading the way for this redemption tour. He's averaging 23.8 points right now. He's balling out. I know you don't like talking about how much he's balling out because you're a big non-Pats guy. Not even like... You know what I mean. You're, if you're not I, a Pats I, fan, honest, you're a non-Pats guy. If that makes yeah, sense, nobody any, likes anybody the Pats. who plays for the Pats. If you're if you're if you're one of us, if you're in the Brotherhood, you understand what it's like. Everybody hates you, but it's okay. And you have to admit, Cam Newton is balling. Like of all the players on this team, this 2016 redeemed dream team, he's really leading the way. Yeah, I'd say Nikhil Harry. Nikhil. Fuck Cam Newton. Like, what do you mean Nikhil? Just Harry? rushing touchdowns. No, I was kidding. There's no, I there's no one I'd want on him. Fucking. Patriots, fuck the Patriots. No, no, no. I'm saying like of all the guys on the 2016 regime team. Oh, team, like, of, of all of, the guys? Yeah, um, of like Todd Gurley, David Johnson, OBJ, AJ Green, Gronk, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I guess. He's, yeah, he's the one playing the best. I thought you of all the people balling on the Pats. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the 2016 Redeem Dream Team. Buddy, are you even listening, brother? Get, get with the program here. <laughs> Cam Newton's averaging 23.8 points. He's fucking killing it. Todd Gurley's averaging 12.6. He's doing pretty well, honestly. I, he's going to come up later. I have him as a sell-high candidate, which you don't agree with, but... No. David Johnson, 10.4. Awesome, he's, boy. <laughs> David Johnson, 10.4. He's played a couple of hard defenses, but he's doing all right. Anytime you see a double digits, it's hard to say they're doing bad, you know? OBJ, 13.7, but that's after his big 33-point game last week. Big shout out AJ Green. AJ Green is definitely... AJ Green and Gronk are definitely the most disappointing. And honestly, more AJ Green because of people had higher expectations for him. Gronk is, was, was like tight end eight. It's like, if he doesn't work out, okay, whatever. I'll grab a tight end. But like he's AJ Green... End, yeah. AJ Green was like... he was You were drafting him as like a flex wide receiver two starter. And he's I mean, you can't start him right to now. To be fair, I think... I, I'm actually not sure on this, but I think Gronk might have got taken before AJ Green in their draft. Who? Who drafted Gronk? I think Gronk? Hanok drafted him super early. Okay, well... I, that's more of a mistake on Hanok than it is uh, validity in the <laughs> argument that Gronk should be taken. AJ Green is more disappointing, but Gronk, I mean, Gronk is a, at least on an upwards trend with uh, OJ Howard going down. Obviously, Cameron Brate should be the one that gets more of the work, but AJ Green is on a downward trend after getting yeah. a thousand targets week one and still not being able to produce since then. It's been tough. Le'Veon Bell injured. I have nothing, nothing really to say about Story him. Story of his career. So the 2016 regime team team, bleh, basically. I mean, nothing much to say other than, like, they're doing all right. Cam Newton and, and Todd Gurley, everybody else is just kind of there. I guess OBJ, but 33 points. Kinda. David Johnson's, I mean, he's doing all right. Yeah, I guess. He's, but he's played against tough defenses. Played, and now yeah, they're going through a coaching change, so it's like, what am I going to expect Maybe with they what's just going on? Let, let DJ cook. Every, I'm done with this let cook thing. <laughs> it was let Russ cook. That's let the DJ only one. Cook. And you know what? I'll let Dalvin cook because that's his name. I'll let that one slide. All these other ones, I'm done with it. Let DJ I'm cook. done with it. No, 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 no. DJ can be six about, different guys. DJ can Brandon be six Cooks? different guys. DJ can be David Johnson. G- DJ let can be Brandon DJ Cooks? Let, nah, because that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. I can't, get, I can't vibe with that one because that one's not like a real one. You know what I mean? But like... Yeah, it was just let Russ cook, and then it could be let Dalvin cook because that one's his name. The rest of them, I'm not down for. You've, you just no, need I'm to make a, you need to make it. a new name for it. No, let Josh Allen cook, bake, cook. L- let Josh Allen throw, cook. Let Josh Allen let him go, cook. Maybe. Don't let him cook. That's Russ's thing. Cook. Russ cooks, cook. Russ cooks. <laughs> Russ cook. Josh Allen. I don't know. He's jackal. It's jackal. Josh Allen mater- materializes. Let Josh Allen materialize. Cook. Let's go to convince Isaiah. Um, this week we don't have a convince Isaiah because they didn't really. None of them really made sense. Isaiah doesn't have too many dilemmas. 
for uh, who to play this week. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That either means you have a lot of great players and you, it's a no-brainer, or you have a lot of shit players and you have nobody to, to play instead of them. Yeah, I saw, I saw <laughs> so Mark- it's one of the others there. You and Marquise Brown, your starting lineup this week? I like that. I like that. Wait, Mar- Marquise Brown over who? He's questionable. No, I saw Singletary him. bouncing around in that lineup there. I don't, you know what? I used to hate Singletary, but he's growing, he's growing on me like, I don't know, like he's got a RBs moss. To play, though. It's, he's what? He's got RBs to play. He, 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 I know, but I need an RB. Are you, we're missing. Are you missing? Yeah, well, we're, I, talk, we're, talk, we're talking about, about who he's playing. Right? I know, but like, now I'm just kind of sliding it over here to, hey, what's Devin Singletary saying? I know I said he was shit, but I still think he's shit. I'm just kind of maybe trying to <laughs> see what he's worth there. But last week, everybody laughed at me. Everybody said I was crazy. Everybody said, no, 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 buddy. You can't be right. Your your feelings don't mean anything here. I don't care how you feel. That's what everybody said. I don't care how you feel. I said, that hurts me. But guess what? I said, Austin Hooper's going to have a big game. I don't know what that means, but I got a feeling about Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper had 9.4 fantasy points. Hunter Henry had 3.9. Validation, vindication, I don't even know. But when, when Austin Hooper caught that touchdown, I don't even know. My body left, my soul left my body. I was like, oh. No way! Like, what a call! What a call! You stood up and yelled. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I would have. <laughs> That's true. It's just a feeling. I got no stats to back it up. I would've Do been, not I play Austin Hooper. For, I would have been down. Do not for play Austin Hooper. We anything other than like we're we're supposed to be giving people advice. That was great advice. Like, and you were just like, yeah, I got a feeling. <laughs> Some people go off that though. Hey. You were allowed to make That's fun fine. of it last week. No, 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 no. You're allowed to make fun of it last week. But when feelings pay off like this, when they work okay. like that, when Austin Hooper goes from 2 points, 2 points, 2 points, 9.4, I'm not saying play him again any other game. I'm saying I knew what game to play him. It was this game. <laughs> Slide it in there, bye. <laughs> I got a I feeling. Mean, uh, like, trust your own feelings, not some other fucking guy. Like, that you just listen to on your whatever Spotify or Apple. Just well, your feelings. Yeah, well, basically trust my feelings, not your feelings. Because, you know, Hunter Henry also... Oh, I wasn't <laughs> using feelings. <laughs> I was using how good Hunter Henry is at football and how well he's been playing. On the... Se- well, I used the feeling. And it worked out. On, On the season... He had, th- he had 3.9 points against the Bucks defense. That's great. Who? Good job. Hunter Henry. That's not... Okay, well, if you're happy that's about great. 3.4, Good then that's, that's, a, that's just a losing mentality HH, right there. you're great. You're way better than Austin Hooper. Not, you should get hey, paid way more. Not in week four. And Austin Hooper makes way more. I know. I, was, I, thought, I thought you were saying Hunter, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, you should make more than Austin Hooper. Oh, probably. But he doesn't. After after week four, it's uh, the score is 3-4. to four. I'm still losing. Um, we got a couple of season longs that are probably going to pay out for me. But, yeah, I'm still losing in the week-to-week one. I don't know. Joe Mixon brought it back for me last week. Joe Mixon versus Josh Jacobs. I don't – come on. It, there's a ch- No, there's definitely a chance. There's uh, definitely what? a chance with Joe Mixon. But I think Josh Jacobs is – is the front runner right now. I would have said the same thing until I saw his last two fucking poo-poo scores. Played against tough games. Uh, I understand. Game that. script. What do you mean? Joe Mixon's had the same two bad games. I know, exactly. So now no, they're that's tied? why they're neck and neck. Like, yeah, uh, no, no, Joshy J, Joshy J, Joshy J, Joshy J, Joshy J. I guess we should mention there's some buys this week. Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packers. Maybe more. We don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Like there's like there's pro like the Pats like, game probably isn't happening. I would assume there's gonna be more positives. Yeah. Who do the Pats play? Should uh, know this. Oh, no they idea. play uh Denver. Denver. At New forfeit. England. Gotta forfeit. No, I, you can't forfeit. The fuck the you Titans didn't have to forfeit, then why the fuck should we? What? Who? 
Yeah, the Titans are playing with without a bunch of players too. Well, I don't know if they I just. I just think they might get a huge fine. So much. Why? Yeah, because the players are practicing. Yeah. Well, sorry, we'll talk about that in a second. What the are you going to say? The Pats are just cheating. Like they're just trying to give stuff on Gilmore. Go hug Patty. You got COVID. Okay, no forfeit. Like, they're not obviously they're not forfeiting. Shut forfeit. the fuck up. Obviously, they're not going to forfeit. No one wants to watch you play anyways, bitches. Nobody wants to watch the Ravens play. They've been playing, like, boring-ass football. Ooh. And Lamar might be injured. That that might have been the most questionable thing. You No, he's not injured. He might he's be injured. He's not injured. He might be injured. Read the reports, It's got a little cue beside his name. He sat out for one practice. He's not injured. Hmm. It's just a precaution. The report said he's fine. They're just resting. So he's, he, if he was 100%, he wouldn't sit out. They wouldn't specify. They sat him out last year, too. They, they wouldn't, but they, okay, okay, here's the thing. Here's the only thing. I agree. I'm just playing tongue-in-cheek. The only one thing is that they, they didn't just say he's sitting out for rest. They did specify and say he was sitting out because of, because his, of his knee. knee. So yeah. there is something. There is literally something going on. I'm Obviously, he's not going to miss time. But it, will it affect his running capabilities? It is definitely possible. They wouldn't rest him and him have a knee problem. And if he's the fastest player in the league and depends well, entirely on his legs. Well, I guess it's a good thing they're playing and, with Cincy. And yeah, that's, it is. It's a good thing they're playing Cincinnati. <laughs> but considering he can't throw more than 300 yards in a game, it's concerning if he won't be able to run. He can throw 300 yards in a game. One time in his career. Only had to do it one time. Well, he had to do it a couple of and times. And I'm pretty sure he had 300 yards against, against, against Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And... Well, he didn't have 500 total yards. Yeah, but over 500. Only, only once in regular season has he had over 300 yards. Let's go on to of the week segment. Um, you guys know what this is. Who's your uh, Who's your mailman of the week this week? I already mentioned him, Marquise Brown. I like Marquise Brown this week. Um, who's he play? Cincy. We All just right. talked about this. Well, yeah, <laughs> and last I know, time, but I got to clarify for the listeners at home. Last time he played Cincy, he had 80 yards on four receptions and a tutty. Really good game. Um, and bad. Lamar is still trying to prove himself after an embarrassing Kansas loss. So, and, oh, and apparently his knee's injured, so he's going to be throwing the ball. That's I just true. heard. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> and Marquise Brown is by far the best receiver in Baltimore. Well, no doubt. The only receiver. What's the other receiver? Well, Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed. Miles Boykin uh, Devin DuVernay. Duvernay, um, Duvernay had that nice um, special teams touchdown. Yeah, really good special teams touchdown. Um, my mailman this week is Robbie Anderson. I am believing the hype, one hundred percent buying into the hype. You didn't like this mailman, but I, well, like you, you thought it was obvious. Yeah. And the reason I don't think the, the reason I'm saying this is because if you have a bunch of like you're you're questioning whether to play him or somebody like I don't know Jerry Judy or him or somebody like even like Keenan Allen this week like he's in that realm of guys now because he's had four great games he's the wide receiver to own in Carolina he's my mailman this week because he's playing Atlanta and I believe the hype and if the hype is real he's gonna have a big game against Atlanta if the hype isn't real and it's just fluke he's gonna have a he won't show up against Atlanta you know what I mean if he's gonna show up it's gonna be against Atlanta they have a terrible fucking defense um yeah I, he's my mailman because I'm buying the hype on Robbie Anderson. I mean, uh, I agree with you. I thought it was obvious. Like, I agree with you. Play Robbie Anderson. Yeah, but Isaiah, would you say it's obvious to play Robbie Anderson? Yeah. At this point? At this point. Last year was a little bit iffy, but yeah, at this point. Yeah. Would you play him over Keenan Allen? Yeah, I think so. Well, it's matchup dependent, but like, yeah. who are the Chargers playing this week? Um, uh, The Chargers are playing the last... Oh, no, that's fucked. That's, sorry, that's... Uh, I'll, I'll find it. I'll yeah. find it. Um... Yeah, no, I'm just I'm all in on Robbie Anderson. He's the wide receiver to own. I 
I honestly like Saints, which are not great against I was going to put Curtis Samuel as my gamble as well. I kind of like all of the wide receivers this week. Curtis Samuel would be a huge gamble. He's more of a deeper league kind of guy for sure. But the Atlanta Falcons suck on defense. We've seen it. They don't want to play football, it seems like. They're not well coached. Dan Quinn deserves to be fired. Uh... I I honestly I kind of like all of the Atlanta receivers. I just are not Atlanta receivers. Sorry, all the Carolina receivers. It's just Robbie Anderson that's uh, you know leading I, the pack. Honestly, if I were gonna go with a gamble from the Chargers, just like seeing how the Packers played the chart or sorry how the, the Packers pay, played the. Uh, Oh, no, sorry, what the fuck am I talking about? I don't know about? what you're talking about. Uh, I thought we were talking about Keenan Allen for a second. No, 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 I'm talking about <laughs> I lost world. my train of you're thought. You're in your own world, I today, am in my own little world. Um, all right, so now that's our mailman. Who's your skunk of the week? Who are you, who are you fading? Uh, this week I'm fading Joe Mixon, which this hurts me to say. This Yikes, yeah, we just had a little talk. But talk he's But like, here's the redeeming part. He's also playing my boys. So he plays against Baltimore in Baltimore. The Ravens have only allowed one rushing touchdown. It was to Antonio Gibson. Um... So David Johnson, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and CEH all have not found the end zone against the Ravens. True. So I I just I don't trust Joe Mixon against the Ravens. Uh and he's got and the unfortunate part is is Joe Mixon faces the Ravens and then the Steelers and then I think another really good run defense like the next like three weeks. So it's not looking good for Joe Mixon for the like next little foreseeable foreseeable future, but definitely not this week. Okay, now hold on. Now three weeks is a considerable amount of time. Yeah. Knowing that schedule. Yeah. Would you not say Joe Mixon? Would be, I didn't know that. Would you not say Joe Mixon's a bit of a sell high candidate if you're able to get an RB one back in return, considering the schedule he's got for three full weeks here? I was just like, who's gonna? Who's gonna? Sorry. Uh, I'm. I'm actually sorry. I, I was wrong on this. They play the Ravens and the Colts. That's a good defense, too. And then the Browns and the Titans and then the Steelers and then Washington. Washington has good defense, too. Yeah. Actually, all of those teams have good, above-par defenses. Yeah, all so of those teams. one, two, three, four, five, six of the next six. So six weeks is like the, the full regular yeah. season almost. So like, But who's going like, to – I guess if you can. And I, I hate to use this example, like, example, but it's the one that's coming to my mind right now. But if someone said Josh Jacobs, I don't know what his schedule is, but they're kind of like at the same level. Knowing Josh, knowing Joe Mixon's schedule, like you have to pick Josh Jacobs in that. Or even like uh, Kareem Hunt now. Like, you have to pick the guy with the better schedule at that point because Joe Mixon's proven that he's not very good against bad teams. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't or have... against good teams, sorry. You don't have Josh Jacobs. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Raiders all do not have a good schedule at all, Who's either. Their schedule? They face the Chiefs this week. They're, all, they're actually not that good against the run, but next... They, they're they good against the run. Bucks. Yikes. Browns. Yeah. Chargers. Pretty good, yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs again, yeah. Chiefs. That's Chiefs, the next six weeks. Chiefs are like decent against them, but the rest, and uh, the only one in the Browns. Yeah, they're are not. Good, but Baltimore not good, and the yeah. Steelers definitely like are the best run defense. Yeah, like those like, ones being in the Joe Mixon conversation make it different. But yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. Josh Jacobs has equally as hard of a schedule. So if you're not getting a better, like if you're trading Joe Mixon because of the schedule, you better at least make sure the schedule is better on the player you're getting him from. Yeah, you know. But like, what's Kareem Hunt's schedule? I, I hate to make you look up again. But what's Kareem Hunt's schedule? Uh I'm not one sec. <laughs> I love me a Kareem Hunt. I don't have a computer in front of me. When Isaiah's here, he takes uh, the computer from me. Kareem Hunt's Kareem <laughs> uh, schedule is not good for the next two weeks. Colts this week. Yeah. Steelers next week. Yeah. Bengals, Raiders, Texans, Eagles. Wow. See, that's that's three huge games where you can expect RB one numbers. So I don't know. It's in the he's in the consideration of. I guess with Kareem Hunt, if you can get a good schedule back, just basically what you're saying is keep in mind that he has a bad schedule. 
Um, that's your skunk. We yeah. went really on a tangent for Joe Mixon. Um, I know it's hard for you to say, but it's easy for yeah, you to say. Yeah, it's my guy. But Joe bad. Mixon against the Ravens, so it's easy I was, and it's Yeah, I was, I was writing it, and I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, my, I don't want to do this. <laughs> my, my skunk is for basically the same reason. Um, David Montgomery versus Tampa Bay. David Montgomery is a lot less talented than Joe Mixon, and Tampa Bay's defense is run defense is as good as the Ravens run defense. So it's like if you're fading Joe Mixon, you might as well fade David Montgomery. Um he's not that good and their O line is not that good. No. And I do not like uh like and Sh- they're gonna have to throw to keep stay Sh- in the game. Yeah. They are. I think I, I think it's a I think it's a good Thursday night game because I wanted to see Tom Brady play in prime time. I like that. Obviously I'm a Tom Brady fan. And I think the NFL kinda like likes to see them play in prime time now that they have this high powered offense. But they're gonna run a train over the Bears. Big Dick Nick is not a starting quarterback. He's the greatest second-string quarterback of all time, but he's not a starting quarterback. He's having I mean, problems. You say that, but uh, I'm pretty sure like the three starting wide receivers for the Bucks haven't practiced yet. So. Yeah, that's 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 true. So Gris Godwin is definitely confirmed out this week. Uh, Mike Evans didn't practice Monday for mm-hmm. sure, and I don't think today either. And I don't think uh, Scotty Miller's been practicing either. Scotty so, Miller, like, I think I, he didn't practice, but like you said with the Lamar Jackson thing, I think that's more of a precautionary thing. I don't know if Scotty. It's Miller, just it's something to look out for. Yeah, like. but I mean, Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin are for sure injured. But yeah. I mean, I just like Tampa Bay, right? David Montgomery is my skunk. Fade him. Yeah. Uh, if you have a better RB three or RB two, definitely play them. Um, you already said you're skunk. Who's your uh, Who's your pop of the week? This one is uh, you're never not playing him anyways, but I think this week is like he's gonna have an amazing game. Adam Thielen, I didn't know he was thirty years old. To yeah. be honest, he looks That's, like an old guy. I didn't know he's thirty. Like thirty's old in the NFL. Old, old. Is that our line? So thirty years old is our line for what what's considered a papa? Yeah, I thought it was thirty. No, I honestly we've been doing twenty eight year olds. Twenty eight. I I thought honestly I was doing thirty. No, 30, you, I you, thought I was doing 32. You you did one one week, and I was like, oh, okay, that's the line, and he was 28. I can't remember who it was. I'll you did one. You did David Johnson, and he was 28, and that was when we made that line. Yeah, that's what I was going off yours. What did I say? Oh, oh but I think I clarified, and I said David Johnson feels older. Like Keenan Allen, also 28. What? Yeah. Okay, we gotta mix. We gotta we gotta heighten these numbers. Maybe thirty, we should be. Able to <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, he's uh, pretty simple. He's playing Seattle. Oh yeah, no. Brainer. Do I need to say anything no else? Brainer. Like, there's my argument. <laughs> play Justin Jefferson That's as well. All the now, yeah. Play Justin Jefferson for he's sure. He's just not old. He's not. Yeah, he's the opposite of old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pop of the week is Big Ben Roethlisberger versus Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia sucks. Um, ben Roethlisberger plays great at home. We're free, we're kind of forgetting about the Steelers because we didn't see him play last week. We forgot how well they've been playing. Their offense has kind of been humming a little bit. James Conner's been humming. Deontay Johnson's been humming. Juju Smith's been humming. They're all humming. They're all humming. Uh, I like I like me some Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger's yeah. the king of that right now. He threw for five thousand yards the last time he had a full season. And again, we're just forgetting about him because of all this the COVID buy they just got out of nowhere. And keep in mind, once they found out who they were playing, like that they were having a buy, they had a full weekend and a half. Like they had much more time to prepare for Philadelphia because they had a buy in there. Like, you know what I mean? They were preparing for Tennessee. They just kind of switched it over to Philadelphia. Um, I like me some Ben Roethlisberger this week. The Eagles suck. Their defense is definitely um, like there's, yeah, there's holes in it. There's another factor too. 
It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He plays amazing like at home. Ben amazing Roethlisberger at is amazing home. at home. I'm yeah. taking, we'll talk about later, rookie bookie, but I'm definitely taking them with a seven-point spread against the Eagles. 100%. They're yeah. going to spank them. And I get, and it's a, I keep on coming back to it, but we just forget about them because they, they they had a, an unknown buy last week. Um, I like me some Ben Roethlisberger this week. He's my papa. Who's your gamble of the week? Debo Samuel coming off his injury. Jimmy G is back. Um, and he was definitely last year's, he was definitely Jimmy G's favorite target last year, Without like towards the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, of course, Emmanuel Sanders came in late, but, uh, yeah. Uh, and they're playing against Miami who ranks 25th against the wide receivers. Can you check if Jimmy G's playing this week? What's the latest on his injury? It's been up and down the last couple Sounds of days. Sounds like he's been playing. He, he is he just returned to practice injury. today yeah, on a very limited basis. He's nursing, an, he's nursing an ankle injury, Yeah, but Jimmy G is not a, sorry, what was that? Yeah. Jimmy G is not a mobile quarterback. So like the high ankle sprain, get it typed up real good, you know. He's, I mean, he's not a, he's not like a mobile quarterback, but he's not not a mobile he's quarterback a either. Passer. He can, he's a play action passer. He he does bootlegs and stuff. He does them, but I think he, I think he's that's a like big a part of guy. San Francisco's game is like bootlegs and play action yeah. passes. Like you need an ankle. What what's is it, what's it say? You practice today. Yeah, I saw that you practiced. Yeah. Is it all positive? Say does it say anything there about probable of playing, probability of playing? Fucking right on, and they play the yeah. Dolphins too. Yeah, they play the Dolphins. And and and, and to piggyback on the Debo Samuel thing is even if uh, Jimmy doesn't play, Debo Samuel is like their third running back. They use yeah. him and they use all their receivers in the rushing game. And Debo Samuel was a big part of their rushing attack last season. Yeah. So yeah, Debo Samuel, I agree with definitely gamble. Sorry, real quick, Isaiah, do you want to maybe text Haley and just tell her that we're recording? Yeah. So hold on, hold on, hold on. It. Hey, hey, let's just. Why do we got to be fucking formal about it? One second. Haley, don't come down here. And shut up. Done. Hey, it's done. Hey, we'll let Nova go say hi. Here's a dog. Uh, the puppies definitely want to go. All right. Well, and now Haley's home, so if the puppy wants to wake up, she can. We'll just pawn her off on her. It's all good. Yeah, I know. She's just like, I don't want her to get up and pee. My gamble my gamble of the week, just to finish off the segment, Deontay Johnson. Are we editing that out, by the way? <laughs> oh, we're not editing that out. Are you kidding me? There's no way. That's all part of it, bro. This and is, shut up. This is, this is raw and unfiltered. Are you kidding? We're keeping that in. For I mean, I guess this is for, for those that don't know what just happened. My roommate just got home. She's upstairs, and she was causing a commotion, and we decided to let her know to, you know, practice touching her top lip to her bottom lip and make her feet quieter. And, and here we are. So... Last of the week segment here is Deontay Johnson is my gamble of the week. To piggyback on the Ben Roethlisberger thing, Pittsburgh, we forgot about them. Did we forget how many targets Deontay Johnson had in week one and two? And three? No. Sorry, the three, first three weeks. Did I didn't forget. We didn't forget. We didn't forget. He had a concussion, so we, so he was going to be injured for the Tennessee game anyways. We kind of forgot all about him. Nah, give me back some Deontay Johnson. I'm back on that train. He had a ton of targets. I can't remember. I think it was 24 in two weeks. Um, he's my gamble of the week, and he shouldn't even be a gamble. It's just he seems like a gamble because we forgot about him. Uh, yeah, give me some Deontay Johnson and that Pittsburgh offense, baby girl. So, next segment, some sells and some buys. Some buys and some sells. Some buys and some sells. It's like an auction ring over here. Um, who are you buying this week? Um... I think this should come at no surprise. CD Lamb is my number one buy right now. I think it's going to be expensive, bruv. I don't know if he is that expensive. I think, I think that uh, you can pick him up for pretty cheap because like he's only had like one really, really, really good game. He's had like one good game with a hundred yards, but he had one really good game that was last week. And I think it only like Michael Gallup is out. Michael Gallup's one of my sells, but like Michael Gallup is out. CD Lamb is in. 
buy him up. Absolutely. Yeah, and Dak is throwing for a billion yards. I just wanted to play devil's advocate on that because he is going to be worth a lot, but he's worth, like, not worth a lot. He's going to yeah. be worth more than he was last week, and he's worth more than he was the week before. Like, he's progressively becoming worth more and more and more. He's worth the money right now. Yeah. His dollar price is right. 100%. Uh, next guy, I don't think you'll agree with me on this guy, but I think he is amazing. Jamison Crowder. I think this no, is another... No, no, I'm down for that. I agree. This, here's a, I think here's a guy who you can get for cheap because he's outperforming his name. He is, like, he's not a huge name. Not many people know about him. He plays for the Jets. Not many people believe in Sam Darnold. But he's had seven receptions and 100 yards in both of the games he's played so far. What was his injury? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Isaiah, yeah. what was his injury? What was his injury? You're if working it, today. If it was a head injury... Hamstring. Yeah, so the, like, the story with every wide receiver yeah. ever. Hamstrings are scaring me. Yeah, That's they the are. But like, hamstrings are scaring me because they don't cheap. go away. This guy is cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, I, uh, I think I agree with you more than you think I would. I do like. I, I don't even know if I think he's that talented. He's just the only guy there. Like he he's has to the pass to somebody, there. you know. Yeah, what I mean? exactly. But um, the hamstrings are scaring me because we've seen with like Mike Evans and Julio Jones, like you try to play through it and just you just can't. Hopefully, hopefully, is Flacco's favorite target too. Flacco is Fla- Flacco's no, playing is this Flacco week. playing this week? Yeah. I didn't. What? So Donald's benched. Sam Donald's no, 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 not benched. He's injured because of his shoulder or whatever. Yeah. I, but that's what I mean by benched. I uh, did not know Flacco yeah. was playing this week. Yeah, Flacco is starting this week. Um, what a mess. Yeah, sorry, Jets. Oh, yeah, New York yeah, is yeah. just not getting I've heard the Mets are really fucking up, too. <laughs> the Mets? Yeah. I don't know nothing about baseball. But sorry, I New York. New York sports is not I, I heard spot. it. I heard it from Frank the Tank. Oh, yeah, that's, hey, that's straight from the source. <laughs> that's straight from the source. Uh, um, yeah, keep going. Who else Will you? Fuller is my next guy. Yeah, Definitely. you're on the Will Fuller train now. You've I'm come on over the Will to the Fuller side. Chain. Welcome. It's well, warm. Thank you. Thank it's you. so much warmer thank over Thank you, here. Papa. Uh, Another big game. He's Deshaun Watson's favorite target. I hate to admit it. Brandon Cooks. It's so nice on this side of the bed. Like, I just... I really wanted Brandon Cooks to be good. He's not. Will Fuller is, though. It's hard to say. If he can stay healthy. That is the one problem with Will Fuller. He's just like, he can't stay healthy. Yep. That's true. That's his only problem now, though. The problem was Brandon Cooks plus, plus health. Now well, it's just it was, the problem before was D Hop plus health. Yeah, and now yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's now it's just, just health. Health, yeah. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is sorry, man. I am sorry because I agree with you. Like I, I've always liked Brandon Cooks. He's yeah. a former Patriot too, and he has he's, he's just lot, he gets passed around like passed around like a cheap whore. Yeah, and he always plays well. Like he always yeah. plays well. Well, it's just he's getting hey, unfortunate. He plays not well. always. He plays well. Gets a ba- gets a good contract, and then they're like, "Oh, do we really want to pay?" You know what sucks though? Like, hey, we have Cooper what? Cup. We have Robert Woods, or we have Michael Thomas. Like, <laughs> you know what really sucks about him? Him and AJ Green is when they have 115 yards and a touchdown next week. We're gonna be talking about them. Like, hey, they might be back. AJ yeah. Green's had 100,000 targets up until this point. Who he just had his big game, breakout game, since he plays Baltimore. Oh, no, 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 Who no, does no. Houston play? <laughs> since he does play Baltimore, and Houston plays uh, somebody hard, I think, don't they? Come on, Isaiah. We Man, should know this. We should know this. Houston, oh, I can find it right here, I bet. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah, I'm on the Will Fuller train. Um, Welcome. I have to be. And it's another guy that I think you can get for pretty cheap that's outperforming his name. Like, uh, yeah. Those are the guys I'm looking to buy, like the people that like haven't realized about them yet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That those are pretty much the kind of guys I yeah. have right now. Is that is that it? Is that three? Or is that two? Yeah, that's three. That's your guys. Okay. Um, my buys. First one again. Okay, the first one I want to before I say it, I want to preface it by saying, if you're in a good spot, if you are have a losing record, or even if you have a tied record, this is not a good idea. 
But if you are in a good spot and somebody up, that baby? and somebody that has this <laughs> this said person is in a bad spot, this is a good trade. And that person is Julio Jones. He has sorry the Jags. Play the Jags. Houston, Houston plays Jacksonville. Yikes! So that's what I'm saying. Brandon, off, like, okay, back well. to that. Back to the other thing. If Brandon Cooks has 115 yards against Jacksonville and a touchdown, you're like, oh man, juicy. What's going on? Yeah. And then we're like, oh, back on the Brandon Cooks train. Play him with the flex. Jag- no, the Panthers are playing well against Pat right now. I always get those two com- confused. Panthers and Jaguars. No, the pan. Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't. Big I, I, when I think of the Panthers, I think of a good team. Like you know how you think of like good teams and bad teams. Like Washington's always perennial like a bad team. When I think of Carolina, I think of like a winning culture for some reason because I of Cam don't. Newton. I think we had this conversation last year. You're like Carolina's like at the beginning of the year. You're like Carolina's good. I was like they are not. Good I, like like, <laughs> I like Carolina. I like Carolina. I like Ron Rivera. And you know what sucks is I kind of liked Teddy Bridgewater before we started doing this podcast. I did. I liked him when he played for Minnesota. You I was. Like I felt. Him. I felt, liked him last year when he was starting. I liked him when he played in New Orleans. I thought he was playing as good or better than Drew Brees. I liked him. Like I, I didn't like him, but I was like I would felt bad for him when he destroyed his fucking knee. I was like a, I was like a Teddy Bridgewater guy. I liked him coming out of fucking college at Louisville. I liked him. I liked him because he's a black pocket passer. You know what I mean? He like he can run, but he like. He did, he isn't all the black quarterbacks like are, they're, they're surrounding them they're surrounding their aura is the fact that they can run and Teddy Bridgewater wasn't that he was kind of like breaking the stereotype and I'm like yeah I like it he's a pocket passer yeah now I'm like that's how I feel now all Bucks. of a sudden uh, that's how you feel about who now that the Brady's on the box I used to like the box like I used to like God I love Mike Evans yeah Jameis I feel the same way about Jameis because I like that he's a black pocket passer I like that they kind of break that stereotype but yeah no and now apparently Teddy Bridgewater is my least favorite person <laughs> I was talking that's about ever the teams the that you like, but yeah <laughs> you're talking about how you like to care a lot but so, yeah <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Got yeah. ruined for you. So um, somehow I got to pull this, make this full circle, and I think you should buy Julio Jones. <laughs> Three point two fantasy points is what he had last week. He had the big hamstring problem. Um, he's injured. He's going to be injured probably next week. He's probably going to be injured the week after. I Julio Jones is the most talented wide receiver in the league. We've all said a hundred times yep. we are Julio he Jones guys. They are going to be, by the time Julio Jones gets back, they're still not going to have won a game. They are going to be in massive throw mode. That Whoever the head coach, because eventually Dan Quinn's going to get fired, whoever the head coach that steps in is going to have a vested interest in making sure that the team wins because he wants to keep that job. And they're going to want to feed their best players because they want to be on the good graces of players. They're going to want Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley, and Julio Jones to like them, to like the new coach, so that uh, he can keep his job, right? They'll vouch for him. So I like me some Julio Jones, even if they go through a coaching change. Obviously, he's not going to play for the next two weeks, but if you're in a good spot where you've got two solid wide receivers, some bench depth, you have a winning record, you can afford to lose a starting player for, for a little bit. Just so you can have Julio Jones on the bench, especially if you have the IR spot. Yeah. If you have an IR spot and Julio Jones gets an out designation and he doesn't even cost you a bench spot, that's massive. I like Julio Jones. I, yeah, I was trying to trade for Julio, but then I was like, then he got injured and I was like, I can't have CMC and Julio. And yeah, exactly. Like, if you're not in the right spot, like, you can't do it. Yeah, like I, I couldn't do it. Sorry, but, Tabby. But if you're in the right spot and you've been healthy, like I honestly, I, I don't usually vouch for, especially with hamstrings, I know what I've been saying, but Julio Jones a tough motherfucker. He's and I think he's gonna even if he's a wide receiver like bottom line wide receiver one like a wide receiver eight nine ten, still gonna be worth less than what you trade for him right now. I bet you Tabby's kicking himself over that trade he didn't take now. What was the trade? Amari and Darren Waller for Julio. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My next buy is a lot less sexier than Julio Jones, that's for sure. Tyler Boyd. Averaging 9.4 fan or not, he had 9.4 fantasy points last week. I think he's averaging around the same 9 point something. Um, he's a baller. 
Tyler Boyd is a baller. He is a consistent player for the last like three seasons. I don't know why we keep ignoring it. He is the wide receiver to own in Cincinnati ahead of AJ Green and T Higgins. Um, I want to buy him before his name value catches up. Nobody really talks about Tyler Boyd, but he's a good player with a, not a very sexy name. His value might be right right now. I like me some Tyler Boyd. A hundred percent contested catch rate. That's insane. I wonder if AJ Green can boast that fucking stat. Definitely fucking not. Tyler Boyd rips. Um, and then uh, my last buy candidate is Jonathan Taylor. Um, the reason he's a buy candidate is because he's obviously been underwhelming. He, that's the reason that he's like a low. He costs low. That's the, like and obviously that's not the reason you buy him because he's underwhelming. He costs a low amount right now because people haven't been getting the return on him that they thought they would. It's gonna catch up. And the thing that I think is really encouraging is that Indianapolis has committed to him. Whether he's been successful or not, they have fed him the rock early and often. Marlon Mack isn't there, and they understand that Naheem Hines can't be the every down back. So no matter what he does, as long as he's healthy, he's going to have that starting job. And we know how valuable running backs are this year. I think Jonathan Taylor will eventually start finishing with 10 plus points. He's just kind of going through a tough, you know, being thrown into the starting job earlier than he thought he would. Um... Yeah, he'll bounce back here. I like me some Jonathan Taylor behind the best offensive line in the league. Three out of six his weeks are pretty tough here. Maybe maybe four out of six. Who, who's but, he got? Who's he got? So uh, he's got the Browns this week. The Browns are good, but not like we they're need. Good we, we're we're treating team. them like they're amazing. They're decent. No, but they're good. Yeah, yeah. Team. Next one and uh, the Bengals obviously. No, easy. Yeah. The Lions. I wasn't counting them. Yeah. So three. Weeks Ravens. Ago. Ravens are good. Yeah. Titans. Titans have been solid. And Packers. The Packers are Packers that's, are better. That's pass the one that I'm like. That's defense. the three or four, right? So they, like, it's, no, it's two or three. Well, it's three, uh, three or four is what I said. So it's Browns. No, the, the Browns three are solid here. ones. Browns, Ravens, uh, Titans. The the Ravens, the Ravens are the one that really scared me. The other oh, ones sure. are like decent matchups, but are like definitely like hard matchups. But I'm I don't just think like scaring his, me to the point his, I wouldn't trade his, for him. His yards per carry is concerning. Oh, for sure. That's exactly why. That's exactly yeah. why he's got a low cost right now. Because yeah. his yards per carry is concerning, but the amount of carries he's getting yeah. is not. And that's not. Uh, yeah, change. I was like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm in the market for running back as well right now. Like Jarek McKinnon is starting on my team right now, and I was looking at Jonathan Taylor to trade for him, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want. To. If you but here, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. If you need a running back, it's better to buy a running back that's cheap that has yeah. the potential to do well. Than to buy a running back that's doing well that can't. I know, that, but you know? I, the guy I'm trying to trade for, which I'm not gonna say names, I don't want anything to fuck it up. The guy I'm trying to trade for is kind of like that guy. He's been a bit. Nah, dude, okay. I won't. We won't fuck like, anything up, and I don't even know what you're talking about. But you now have to talk. Say what. Well, name you're I'm trying about. to trade for Miles Sanders right now, who's been an, a bit underwhelming for where he was drafted. Yeah, absolutely. That's and, the kind of guy that yeah, you need to exactly. trade for. Yeah, Miles, exactly. Miles Sanders yeah. is a good one, but but Jonathan Taylor is the same way. Where I feel like he costs so little right now, and his upside is so insurmountably high. Okay, let's go pawn this dog off on the roommate. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Dogs have been released. Hoots have been taken. Uh, and we're ready to get back to it. We're on to our uh, our sell candidates now. Um, who, are your, uh, who are your three sell candidates for this week? So, uh, one, a uh, little controversial, but I think Robert Woods is sell right now. Wow. Um, his next um, three weeks are against Washington, then the Niners, then the Bears. So the Washington ranks, I think, second versus wide receivers right now. Yeah. The Niners rank fifth, and the Bears rank third. So definitely not great. His two matchups after that very favorable: Dolphins and then Seahawks. But then they goes to the Bucks. So I mean, four out of his next six games are against 
four of the best defenses in the league. Now, if you're basing it off of matchups, wouldn't Cooper Cup then have the same? Uh, shouldn't he then also be a sell candidate? Sure, but Cooper Cup is the guy to own on the Rams right now. So sell the second guy and keep the guy to own. <laughs> like that, that's just my thought process on it. Like, yeah, I mean, Cooper I Cup def- is more valuable than Robert Woods. Keep I, Cooper Cup, sell Robert Woods, because people value them the same right now, and it's not going to be the case. Yeah, I, I can I can get down. I can definitely get down with um like the reasoning to get there. I can I I totally understand. Um, I would say I would agree that Cooper Cup is the wide receiver to own for sure, but I don't think the gap between Cooper Cup and Robert Woods has been made that apparent yet. If if maybe exactly. if after this, but after this next, I I don't think it's there yet though. You know what I mean? Like you think it's a bigger, like you think it's like a, at least a whole position spot. Like if mm. if Cooper Cup's a wide receiver two, then Robert Woods is a wide receiver three. Yeah, I think that there's still probably both in the wide receiver two category. If if one more week after this, Robert Woods still progressively goes down in targets. Cooper Cup has the touchdown, but we got to remember both of them were having a shit game against the Giants until the very last second when. Uh, when Cooper Cup ha- ended up winning the game with the touchdown, right? If yeah. he didn't have that, they both would have ended up having like a shit game. But yeah. that's the kind of the story that Robert Woods doesn't get yeah. touchdowns. Just like the thing about Robert Woods right now is he's kind of being saved by his rushing touchdown. That is true. So like, but does that mean is that mean good or bad? Does that mean they're scheming him the no, ball, I, or does I, that I'm mean seeing his fantasy relevance right now is being saved by a rushing touchdown? Like I don't think that's a good thing for a wide receiver. Especially when they get healthy, fully yeah, healthy like, in the running back. Well. Yeah, he's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not on board with Robert Woods. I, I liked Robert Woods, too. Like, yeah. he was, I think he was my 12th-ranked guy or something like that. It's just like, he was definitely top 15. I thought I thought Cooper Cup and Robert Woods were going to have an amazing season. Yeah, I, I still, just thought Cooper Cup was going to be wide receiver one and Robert Woods was going to be, like, high-end wide receiver two. Yeah, I still I still think I'm on the train of they're both going to have good seasons. Who's... But but I can get down with selling him. If I'm going to sell Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, it's definitely Robert Woods. hundred percent. While they still have close value. Yeah. Um, who's your next sell candidate? Uh, Michael Gallup, not oh, valuable. Yeah, anymore. I hundred percent agree. He is an insurance piece. Um, wide receiver like, handcuff. Yeah, not exactly. Which is like, I mean, it, almost kind of valuable in Dallas and the Seattle right now, but like not valuable enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, like I said, CD Lamb is in. Michael Gallup is out. I think uh, Michael Gallup is unplayable for the unforeseeable future. He even is. though he had that big game, even though he had that and big it game, it sucks because he's gonna have a big game again. Oh he's yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah. a big game. Oh, again. he's gonna Brandon Cooks us. And 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 I, like I was listening to other people talk about it, and it's like he's gonna have big games when defenses start to hone in on the fact that Ceedee Lamb is so amazing. Yeah. So they put more def- more defensive attention on him, and then Michael Gallup is just like got the worst guy on him. Yeah. 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 So I mean, there's that, but like. That's what you're banking on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't like, bank on a. W- you what drafted game it's Michael be. Gallup to start him. Yeah, like, you you drafted Michael Gallup because you went you were under that spell that said, "Ooh, Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper are really the same yeah. player. They're just being drafted two rounds apart." No, 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 not no, at no, all, not at no, all, not at all. All right, who's your next one? Uh, Jarvis Landry. Wow, we got some big names on your on your cell cam. Yeah, this week. and I know, and they've all been like kind of not performing. Definitely not. Well, Jarvis I mean, Landry Jarvis, had a good game, but like Jarvis Landry isn't worth three pennies right now. He's though. not getting he's not getting targeted. Would you be willing to take a bench person for Jarvis Landry? I mean, maybe. I, I guess it depends on the bench on the upside. Like I'd rather have Jerry Judy than Jarvis Landry. Oh, without I think. a doubt. So like he's been targeted. I think it, I think his targets is nine times. Yeah, and he's being saved by a passing touchdown right now. Yeah. Too. So like, I don't. It's, I'm just not in on it mm-hmm. at all. I think get rid of him. Sorry, I was trying to I was trying to tell you his actual targets, but ESPN was frozen. He's been targeted nineteen times. Jeez. Not great for four weeks. Yeah, after four weeks. Less than five times a game. You'd want a lot more than that, yeah. Especially for Jarvis. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be a target receptions guy. If you're in a PPR league, he's supposed to be so much more valuable, and he's just not been that guy this season. 
Um, I mean, neither is OBJ. He's going to make an appearance on my list here, too. No. Um, my sole candidates, I have three huge names as well. Um, my first one, I don't know if you agree with this, Todd Gurley. Don't. <clears throat> I don't at all. Well, I, I, I think it's more... Like, you have to understand the context. Uh, Todd Gurley is 100% a starting player. He is 100% a starting running back, and he's super valuable because of the lack of running backs. He's a, high, he's a, he's a mid-grade RB2, but he doesn't have much upside. I would sell him right now because I think he just probably had his, one of his better games, getting two rushing touchdowns. He's providing zero value in the receiving game. Like, close to none. I think he has, like, five receptions through four weeks. And as Todd Gurley... That's not good, especially as that's what we thought he was going to be in Atlanta. And especially because Atlanta is scoring so many points and having to score all these points. He's yeah. having he has four receptions in four weeks. That's unbelievably yeah, terrible. Um, I think he just had his best game. I, but for context, though, like the type of player I'm talking about, like I would say I would rather have James Conner than Todd Gurley. Like If you can get that kind of trade going, that's where I'm at because I like John, James Conner's involvement on a better offense. We don't know the coaching change is going to mean for Atlanta. We don't know what that means for Todd Gurley's role. We know James Conner's coaching role is staying the same. His role is going to be the same all season. And he's had, what, 300-yard games in a row or 200-yard games in a row. I like James Conner right now. He's trending upwards. Todd Gurley's trending, trending upwards too. I just think his name and how well he's played as of so far is going to allow you to be able to get a better yeah. player for him. So yeah. definitely don't trade him for less than an RB2. But if you can get someone that you think is an RB1, like even Miles Sanders, what you just said, I'd rather have Miles Sanders. Oh, I would definitely rather have Miles. Like, Kenyon Drake, here's, who's here's, been playing really bad, I would rather have. There's uh, obviously there's a few wide receivers that would rather have than Todd Gurley. But what I'm saying is that like my disagreement to you is not like, I, I think where you think that you can sell him for like a better player, I think he is at like what he is is exactly what he's worth. So, like, if you can trade him for one of those good guys, great, take advantage of that. But I just don't think it happens. I think that, like, I think people realize that he's not Todd Gurley. He's We're, Todd Gurley. We can, like, so you know what I mean? I like, was thinking maybe next week or the week after, maybe the midpoint of the season would be a good time. We should, we need a new episode where we just do our top 25s of each position, or top 24s or whatever. For the rest of the season? For the rest of the season, yeah. So that Because we, we keep on re- referring to this, like, Todd Gurley, and I'm trying to, like, categorize it in my mind right now. If I was to rank the players for the rest of the season, yeah. I don't know where Todd Gurley would fall in the running backs. I honestly can't in my head think, because he could fall anywhere between 12 and 20. I just can't think of the running backs. I mean, I, get, I guess, like, a guy that you could maybe get for Todd Gurley is a guy like Jonathan Taylor I think yeah exactly I think Todd Gurley's current value is more like he moving forward is a bit more like Devin Singletary because Devin Singletary is kind of outshining like he's gonna average about double digits I think Todd Gurley's gonna average double digits but I don't think he's gonna have 20 point games ever so you would you rather have Devin Singletary yeah would you rather have Singletary that's the line I think is that I'd rather have Todd Gurley and Devin Singletary but if you move up from that like would I rather have I, all those guys I just mentioned, James Conner, Miles Sanders, like David Montgomery, I would rather have Todd Gurley, but that's, again, right at the line. Kareem Hunt, David obviously, Johnson. I'd rather. David Johnson, I'd rather have for sure. Um, for sure. Jonathan Taylor, I'd rather have for sure. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to think of, like, other running backs, like, off the top of my head. Like, it's kind of so, hard. Kenyon Drake? There's so few. Kenyon Drake, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, and um, he's been playing bad, too. He's been playing really bad, and I'd rather have Kenyon Drake. I'd rather have, um, uh, I'm just trying to look here. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do this off the top of your head. Miles like, Gaskin, definitely not. No, but that, James I, Robinson. I, I'm, James yeah. Robinson, maybe. That's right at that line. Yeah. James Robinson, maybe. Because of the upside of James Robinson. Like, mm-hmm. Todd Gurley hasn't caught a ball. Did he start catching balls out of nowhere? I don't think so. They've been throwing a fucking ton already. But that's the thing, though. He could. He could just out of nowhere start catching balls. Something's going on there. 
Yeah, maybe. Four receptions for nine yards. We're talking about Todd fucking Gurley. I mean, they get and it. they've been throwing the ball a lot. They've been behind in every yeah. game. Like, I mean, I guess I just like I think yeah. I don't know. I'm selling Todd it Gurley. Could, it could honestly be that just Matt Ryan has too many checks to go through. Like it's like Julio. Well, okay. then it's not going to change. Calvin Ridley. Okay. Hayden Hurst. Okay. Todd Gurley. Okay. Well, that's not going like, to change. Then. You know it's what not I mean? Change. He's still not going to get receptions. Um, that's a lot of time talking about Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah. My next guy is Melvin Gordon. It's obvious. It's common sense. Philip Lindsay is coming back. Melvin Gordon definitely has a, a bigger role than he had before Philip Lindsay got injured. But you can't ignore how much they love Lindsay in Denver. He produces every time he's on the field. They will give Lindsay a bit of a leash. Melvin Gordon's still the running back to own. I'm just saying after a 23.8 performance probably going to be his best game of the season um again running back is so scarce i would rather now the question is melvin gordon or todd Gurley, and i'm scratching i think i'd say melvin gordon but uh if you can get the same argument with todd Gurley, he's got a big name value he's had a lot of points recently the team does not look that good they might be having drew lock coming back soon i don't i'm not even that excited about it I uh, I would sell Melvin Gordon right now while he's still the RB one, and somebody might be like, ah, Lindsey's not going to take over. Lindsey's going to take over some role for sure. I actually I I hate to do this, I disagree with you on this one too. Why? I think Melvin Gordon's I think Melvin Gordon's going to take this job, even when Philip Lindsey's back. I think he he's been playing good. I'm not. Ign- I, that's what I said before. I prefaced it by saying he definitely has more of a role than he did before. But to say Lindsey doesn't get at least eight to twelve touches a game. For sure he's going to have that. For sure he's going to come in. He's going to come in for a full series down the whole field. Sure. But for sure he's going to come in and have like a four or five reception. That's what Royce Freeman had last year and it didn't affect Lindsay's value. Royce Freeman much. hasn't been having that with I, Melvin I, Gordon no, right no, no, now no. though. That's what I'm saying. Melvin Gordon has it all to himself I re- right I realized, now. I realize this, but the I'm talking about last year, Philip Lindsay's value. Like same situation, except now Melvin Gordon is Philip Lindsay and Philip Lindsay is Royce Freeman. So like Philip, Royce Freeman was getting those touches that you think uh, – Philip Lindsay's going to come and take. Yeah. I just think Melvin Gordon produces well, just as much as Philip right. Lindsay. And so, Philip Lindsay exactly. was great last year. And what year. was Lindsay last year? A solid RB2. Yeah. All right. Melvin Gordon right now is an RB1. He has RB1 points. He's been putting up RB1 numbers. So I think he, I agree with you. He is a solid RB2 yeah. moving I mean, I, I guess if you can get an RB1, but like who's going to sell you an RB1? You don't know. You're, you're always assuming, I always, yeah, you I always assume, assume people, people are as like, smart as us, Aiden. I wouldn't sell Melvin Gordon. You wouldn't. You'd never know what people would do. People don't aren't as big of football fans as us. We are massive football yeah. fans. We started a podcast because of our <laughs> that knowledge is, That is of a problem football. I have is that I'm just like... People like would when I'm do going that. through these, it's like, oh, who, like, who's gonna give me an RB one from you Melbourne? Gotta Gordon? think no like one. a simpleton. Somebody out there ha- ha- is looking at other people's teams. They're one and three, and they're like, wow, Melvin Gordon. Maybe he actually is really good. Like, he could run away with this job from Philip Lindsay, just like you're thinking right now. Yeah. He's like, he could run away with this job with Philip Lindsay. Like, Lindsay's not going to do anything there. Like, like people think like that, man. They need a running back. There's no fucking running backs. I don't have an RB2. I would take, I would suck dick for Melvin Gordon. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, he's, a, he's a buy candidate because Vince. anybody that has Melvin Gordon, like, you, have, you have no idea what I would do for Melvin Gordon. You're missing my point. Melvin Gordon's yeah. fantastic. But if you have him right now as an RB2 and you can get an RB1 for him, that's yeah. a no-brainer. Pull the trigger yeah, on that. Yeah, it just like I see it like as in the way like Melvin Gordon also has produced good numbers with another back already, with like playing alongside of him. Like they've done it before. I think they can make it work with Melvin Gordon. I think they will make it work with Melvin Gordon. I think you'll agree with my last candidate. I don't know if you will. OBJ. Yeah, again, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sold on it. I think I need a few more games to be on a sell list. Oh, well, I mean, I think OBJ was on my sell list last week after his comments yeah. where he said, so I guess he kind of made me look like an asshole, but now I'm like almost happier 
because remember those comments he said this is not going to be a career year for me obj this is not going to be a career year for me in cleveland i get that nick chubb just went down they're gonna run the block they even ran the rock gonna run the ball um they even ran the rock when nick chubb went down in in the game like in last game right i mean kareem hunt is unbelievable uh i love me well, sorry, I just got so fucking distracted with that. You're not even fucking... Yeah, I think my dog just straight up ran into the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, OBJ just had 33.4 points. There's no doubt this will be his best game. Anybody knows that. This is going to yeah, be his best I'd, game. I agree with you. It's his best game. So, if that was the time to sell him. If people think he's a wide receiver two with upside, people think he's a wide receiver one, get, get one of those. Like a DK Metcalf. Rather have DK Metcalf. Oh, for sure. Name value, brother. OBJ is OBJ. OBJ yeah. is still... And the other thing about it is... Odell Beckham Jr. I agree with you on this one. Actually. The Odell, I do think OBJ, like, Odell his name Be- value is big. He, Odell Beckham, and that's the thing is, Odell Beckham Jr. is still that talented. He's still OBJ. Yeah. He hasn't lost a step. It's just his situation's really shitty with Baker Mayfield and a run first team and the amount of talent around him. Yeah. He's still OBJ. He's going to have another game with 20 plus points. He'll do this because he's still OBJ, but he's not going to be wide receiver one. He's not going to be wide receiver okay, two. Okay, I'll get upside. on board with you on this because I think you, like, Again, like I think you get like Amari Cooper for OBJ. Exactly, like, Amari exactly. Cooper would blow him out of the water. I think exactly. you get DK for. So I'll agree with you on that. Welcome. One. The water's warm here too. Yeah. OBJ. He's got the turf toe. Turf toe is such a bitch injury. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck! We both just thought at the same time. It sucks because <laughs> it's, it is and it isn't. Like if you say I got turf toe, it's like it's not really painful unless you You're try to play. I'm gonna talk like, and it's about the matchup. Like, it's hard to like, you it get completely, into whether like, you can't play with it. Fucks you it up. just fucks you up, but it's like not a real injury. It's not like I need surgery or I'm like, Yeah, like a lineman could play through it. But like Yeah, I've I don't know if I had turf toe, but I got fucked up feet toe and I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some fucked up everything below the knee is pretty fucked up on me. Uh yeah, everything right at the knee. That's probably fucked up for me. Um, okay, let's do yes, no, maybe. We'll just rip through these real quickly. Um, I didn't know this when I made some of them, so some of them might be coming a little banged up. You can... I don't know if Isaiah will be able to do it fast enough to catch up, but we'll I don't see. think so. Um, first one, Scotty Miller at Chicago, Thursday Night Football. If he plays, yes. Oh, yeah, he's a yes for me. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Jarvis Landry versus Indianapolis. No. Indy's great. Indy might have the best defense in the yeah. league. We don't talk about that enough. Um, he's a no for me. Not even a maybe. He's a no. AJ Green at Baltimore. No. No. Fade. I hate AJ Green now. I I have I kind of always hated AJ Green until then no, I was no, like, no. oh, I kind of believe in him. Like I hate AJ Green. Yeah, you I don't do. hate his fantasy. Before value. we started this Green. podcast, not before, yeah. right at the beginning, AJ Green, I believe, was on your blacklist. He was. I believe you even drafted him. I I I think I ha- you paid like, for him in like, auction league. I started believing in him a little bit. In, you like, paid for him. I, that means you not only did you not yeah, blacklist, yeah. you actually to be fair. To be fair, I think I paid. Out. I think I paid like six dollars for AJ Green, and it was still too much. Yeah, it was way too much. And you know what? He's a hundred percent on my blacklist now. <laughs> yeah, no chance. I can't draft it ever again. But I would say he has a hundred yards next week against Baltimore. Okay. What do we do? That's the thing. If he's gonna have a big podcast. game in a season, it's always against Baltimore. I swear to God, it's oh, it piss me off. The problem so with having a podcast is that every opinion I now have is can be held accountable, and I'm not a big yeah. fan of that. I'm not a big. <laughs> I didn't say that. What the fuck? That's not what I said. Here's what I said. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, AJ Green just fading him. But then opposite side of the game, they're Hollywood Brown versus Cincinnati. Yes. Yes. Absolute yes. I would say maybe because there's a chance you have a better player, but yes, yes, Cincinnati If he plays. Sucks. If you yeah, have, yes, him, if you have him, you might as well play him because Cincinnati. Miko Hardman versus Las Vegas. You've uh, been a big Miko Hardman guy silently. I literally have had to play him. 
But he's performing. He, he got you two touchdowns in a row, didn't he? Yeah, I know he did. So don't don't be like the literally only, had old, to play to him. Be like fair, you're being no, held no, no, I, I literally had to play him because I had Devontae Adams in my lineup. And then Monday I was like, yeah, I can't play. I was like, fuck. Nah. All my guys have played already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna say no. No. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I'm gonna say maybe. Like he's, he's a gamble. He he's a gamble. In a row, but he has two touchdowns in a row. I, I understand that, but he Robbie, is a gamble. Robbie Anderson, at Atlanta. Yes. yes. Miles Gaskin at San Francisco. No. San Francisco is. Who did great. San Francisco play last week? Uh, the Chargers. What did? Oh, they didn't do. Josh Kelly got. Josh. They did nothing. They did nothing. They did nothing. Yeah, Miles Gaskin's a no. Yeah. He's a hard no. Uh, any of the Rams running backs at Washington? No. Washington's playing great. If you had to, which one? Uh, probably be Darrell Henderson. I would say Malcolm Brown, but they're both right there. Uh, and only reason I say Malcolm Brown is because they trust him more in the passing game and with pass defense, like with uh, pass pro, and um, the fucking pass rush on the Washington Washington Football Club mm-hmm. is insane. Uh, Michael Gallup versus New York Giants. No. no. Damian Harris versus Denver in New England. So you don't have to worry about altitude. I'm gonna say a maybe, but th- there's a chance that they might not even play football. <laughs> like. <laughs> There's a chance they might not play football, but I mean we're account we're obviously acting as if they're probably going to play. I would say maybe I'm going to say maybe because you probably have a you might legitimately have a better player because this guy was like your last pick. But if you got him, if you if you picked him up in free agency, you sought him out. You might as well play him this week. It's it's a kind of a juicy matchup because Denver's uh, good, but not been not been playing that great lately. Um, Curtis Samuel at Atlanta. No. I'm going to say maybe, and I already said this, I'm kind of liking all the Falcons receivers, or sorry, all the uh, Panthers receivers playing the Falcons just because the Falcons fucking suck. Curtis Samuel's talented. He's going to catch some touchdowns this season. I mean, if it's going to be any game, this might be the one. He's a bit of a gamble, but I'm going to say maybe I on think, Curtis Samuel. I just think that they're, they're, they are going to pass against Atlanta, but they're still relying heavily on the run. Like and and oh and I mean I've got to mention too they Curtis Samuel has gotten at least two carries in every game that Christian McCaffrey's been out so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're scheming him to get the ball because he is like kind of like gadget mm-hmm. sort of guy. I, I mean they do. Only there's a good chance he gets a run around and takes it for forty Bonifant yards. Like, those isn't are those this are easy week either. So yeah, I mean, I, I, that's exactly. I, I, there's a lot of I like Curtis. There's Samuel. that, but like yeah, I'm just I, I don't know. What Yo, this one's kind of surprising, but Zach Ertz at Pittsburgh. Huh, he's a no from me. Really? Yeah, Pittsburgh's a great defense. They've been good against the tight ends. It's playing in Pittsburgh. They've had more than a week to prepare. They're going to take their best defensive player out, who is clearly Zach Ertz. Uh, they're going to make you throw. Like, they're going to take Zach Ertz away and going to make you throw like, to the wide receivers because they don't have any. And they don't have Dallas Goddard. And Zach Ertz has been shit this season. So if D- Zach Ertz has been shit against bad teams, what is he going to be against the best defensive team? Or the top five defensive team? I'm, I'm fading Zach Ertz. You can find better tight ends on the waiver, especially because, weirdly enough, tight ends kind of deep this year. So I'm interested to hear what you say. I'm saying no. I'm actually, I'm thinking so deeply about this. I don't think I've ever thought this deeply about, like, I kind of have to play, like, he's a must-start tight end every week for me. Like, I don't, I don't care. You, in your head he is, but I'm, think about it for the first time this season, is he? I mean, you don't I, have him in any I, leagues, so, so you haven't I, had I guess if question. you have, like, another option, like, a better option, then I'll give it a maybe. Like, do you, if have you have Zachary's, have do you have Zachary's stats up right now? Okay, pull up Zacherts. I just want to hear. I just want to hear his last. I want to hear all his game scores for the last four games. Because if he doesn't have double digits in any game, he definitely has double digits. He scored a touchdown. So I'm pretty sure he scored a touchdown on a game in which he only scored like one or two receptions. How many? So how you can can you see the game log for points? How many points did he have in each game? Okay, so. 
terrible. Has not had over ten points all season. Has not had over seven, has not over or eight points all season. That's really not good. And this is a team that doesn't have any wide receivers right now. They are only using what we thought was their tight ends. We haven't checked guess. in on Zach Ertz in a while. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a maybe. Yeah, if you, you have I'll, someone better to play, play him. Obviously, like, give it a yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm being a little bullish on no, but I think that as a podcast, we may be kind of neglected thinking about Zach Ertz a little bit. We needed to check in on him. He is no longer the Zach Ertz. Yeah, I have no stock in him, so I didn't. Yeah, like, like he is no longer like I, I don't want to say that's really him. that's really sweet for when Dallas Goddard comes back. Is he really what's Dallas sweet. Goddard's injury situation? Because that might honestly uh, it's, Zach a, it's a small fracture in his foot. He's expected to wow. be back. He's expected to be back after his IR. Foot, tight end, don't like those two. Don't not like those two together. Um, okay, next one, we got Jerry Judy at New England. No. I'm going to say maybe because Gillylocks might not be playing. I mean, I guess, but like, yeah. I but I know. still like New England to take away the best player. Like, no offense, like, not even We're, we're neglecting the, like, the third string quarterback is playing for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. But like, he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to say no. Justin <laughs> Jefferson at Seattle. Yes. Yes. He's a must start. Not, I shouldn't say must start, he but he's a must start against Seattle. Devonta Freeman at Dallas. No. No, I'll, Devonta Never, Freeman has yeah. to have a good. I'm week not. Before. I'm not gonna be with the. Yeah, I'm not gonna be with the Giants running backs at all. Well, I'll be with the Giants running backs as soon as he has a good game. Like if if, if Freeman has an 18 carry I, game might for take like 95 yards. Pardon? It might like take two or three good games for me to be on the train. It'll take one really good game, two solid games for me to get on the train before he's like a startable player. Uh, Gronk or Cameron Braid at Chicago? No, neither of them. No, which not, until, not until we see which one is it, which one is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we I can't ignore because I am a Gronk fan. Like it's gonna sound like a homer. Cameron Braid is the one I would say to own for sure. But Gronk has insane upside right now, especially with the amount of injuries that are happening uh, to the Bucks. Gronk's only going to get more and more in shape. If he even comes close to scratching the surface of what he was before, he's a lot better than Cameron Brate. But Cameron Brate is definitely the guy that's proved it so far and the guy that's been in that offense for longer. Yeah. So give me Cameron Brate right now. But Gronk for the long term, like I don't want to roster him, but I like Gronk for some reason. Will Fuller, yes, versus Jacksonville? Yes. Brandon Cooks? No. How many games in a row does Brandon Cooks have to have of less than five points before he's droppable? Uh, to be honest, with the, with the injuries happening in the NFL, I don't think he will be droppable. Like especially in like like our, in our twelve team leagues, I don't think he'll ever be. I don't think he'll be droppable. Wide receivers honest. deep, brother. I mean, I get it, but like we have we have we have what? I'll give you an example. Would you rather right now? And then this is a, sure. a real example. Would you rather have Zach Pascal on your team or Brandon Cooks? I would rather have Brandon. Or sorry, I'd rather have Zach Pascal. Sure. But that's so that's like, the kind of guy that you could get on a waiver wire if Brandon Cooks is dropping. I know, I realize that, but like with the amount of people, like there's literally like there's nobody on our waiver wire. Zach Pascal was on our waiver wire last week. Like, yeah, so he is like those guys are. Yeah, available. that's just because that's Isaiah. He dropped <laughs> okay, next. Wait, hold on. Let me let me let me just let me just say the best flex. Give me the best flex that's on our twelve team. The best flex bench. available right now is Hunter Renfrew. I would rather have Hunter Renfro than Brandon Cooks. And then Keyshawn Vaughn and then J.D. McKissick. I would... Brandon Cooks has also played pretty decent defenses. He has played good defenses. To be fair, though, there are Isaiah, people who point. haven't Isaiah, realized... Point. Isaiah is not high and tired today. He's on the ball, man! He's earning his bucks today. We had Poke, and now he's ready to go. He scored over five points uh, against the Ravens, 9.5. Yeah, but that was week one. That was... Sorry, sorry. We, that was the week that made us all jump on the Brandon Cooks train. We've had Will Fuller, but here's here's the thing. We're ta- we're not really talking about Brandon Cooks. We're talking about Brandon Cooks versus Will Fuller. 
Because there's one. You can't talk about one without talking I, about the other. Here, here's you only thing. want one of them. You're only gonna play one of them. Here's another thing I'm gonna say. Yeah. We don't know what Brandon Cooks is gonna look like with a new offensive coach. Yeah. With a new coach coming in, like we like he could be the number one guy now. Like we don't know. Like, here's the thing. He's though. not droppable. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. He's droppable. He's droppable. I don't want to say. I don't want to say you're wrong. We don't know what he's gonna look like. The head coach that's taking over is the offensive coordinator. He's still gonna be calling the plays. He's the same guy. He's always sure. Been but the Bill O'Brien might have been fucking preventing him from calling what he actually wanted to call. Well, I I guess, but I mean. Bill O'Brien seems like a bit of a control cunt. I mean, I'm I'm starting Will Fuller. I'm dropping. Brandon Sorry, Cooks. mom. I know you don't like that word. <laughs> oh, your mom cunt, doesn't like cunt. 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 My, mo- my mom does not like the c word either. She doesn't like the b word. She, oh. doesn't, she doesn't like words. Um, <laughs> we next one: uh, Jameson Crowder versus Arizona Cardinals. Oh man, I'm gonna give it uh, maybe. Maybe for me too. We've already talked about him, but he's a maybe. Let's see what Joe Flacco does. Latavius Murray versus LA Chargers. No, I don't. I'm not never going to be comfortable starting him. And I no. said he had value. He has the most value of the handcuffs, but yeah, I just I don't know. The Chargers have a good defense. Trying to predict the game in which he falls in for touchdowns is going is too hard. Uh, Josh Kelly uh, at New Orleans. Yes. Justin Jackson at New Orleans. I was actually thinking about this. This might be a little bit of a gamble. I don't mind Justin Jackson as a little bit of a gamble, but like, uh, maybe. If the last three seasons are any indication, the Chargers do like to use more than one running back. Yeah. Anthony Lynn is a former running back. Anthony Lynn has a crush on Justin Jackson. But they is both he play actually? the. Yeah, he wants to fuck him. Anthony Lynn wants to fuck do Justin you, Jackson. Do you think? Do you think they know how bad of a coach Anthony Lynn is? The players. Yeah. It depends if they've had another NFL coach. I guess. Can you imagine? Like, I can't even. I hate to use the Patriots as an example, but it's the token example. Like, imagine, like, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Jamie Collins. He went from the Patriots to the Browns when they were really bad, and then back to the Patriots. And it would be, like, just the difference just... in, like, coaching staff and, like, atmosphere. It's like, this is, a, like, everybody's probably, like, goofing off on the Browns and, like, chewing gum and, like, well, have have the, have their hats backwards. You know what I mean? Like, they're all just, like, we're cool kids, blah, blah, blah. And then and the Patriots, they're all, like, all in suits and stuff. And I imagine them with, like, briefcases walking in and they're, like, robots. And, like, get, they just go and they get the job done. Hot, hot, br- 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 I'm, just, I'm trying to think of, like, a vet on the Chargers. That would know another team? Yeah. I guess, uh, what's the corner? Um, Harris. Chris Harris? Yeah. Chris Harris Jr.? Yeah. He was on the Broncos when they yeah. won the championship with Peyton Manning. Yeah. yeah, he probably knows a well-coached team. Yeah, that's the only guy I could think of. And to be honest, that's like... I'm imagining what I'm thinking of is like Mike Evans, who when he came into the league, his team was hot garbage. And then like it's slowly gone up and then like up and down with the Jameis Winston train. And then like they got Bruce Arians as a coach who's a real fucking head coach. And then they got Tom Brady who's like probably the most professional quarterback he's ever going to play with. It's just like, fuck, like this is... This is a lot different than when I came in, man. Like, fuck, I was bringing girls here all the time. We're yeah. fucking in the trainer room, and now we're like. I don't think. To be honest, though, I think Mike Evans is the kind of guy who's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I like I genuinely like. He's such like a fucking. Almost. He I likes to say, fight. Yeah, like he, he likes. He's to just fight. like. He is who he is. That's Mike Evans. He's good. He's a thousand yards. He's. We can't say nothing to him. You don't think he cares about winning? You think he just wants the stats? Is basically what you're saying? No, I think he has the attitude of like. I'm good. What the fuck are you going to tell me? So he doesn't practice. Yeah. Not a, he's not a practice guy? Yeah, he's like an AI kind of guy. Uh, 
Okay, dude. Don't get started with AI. His, his fucking buddy died, okay? Don't get me started with the practice thing. It's always a tough thing. His buddy had died and he missed practice. And they were saying, why'd you miss practice? And what he was actually referencing is the fact that we're talking about practice and my buddy just died. Are you kidding me? And then everybody okay, took it out of Okay, okay. I think he's like so a, I hate that thing. Maybe like a, a Randy Moss or Ocho Cinco kind of guy. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I don't need to practice. Like, come Yeah, Randy Moss definitely didn't practice. Neither did Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah, they weren't practice guys. Okay, Russell Gage versus Carolina. Last one. Yes, no, maybe. Um, depends on who plays for the Falcons. Julio Jones is not playing. Julio Jones. I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a maybe. I'm gonna say well, maybe. I'm gonna say maybe. You probably have a better. So option. like that's so like I imagine how like somebody was like, oh yes, they brought up. I I was. I don't know if I'm gonna play Russell Gage. Yes, they I brought him up. Maybe. What the dude, fuck? Do I play him or not? When I used to listen to podcasts about fantasy football, and I would like walk my dog. I would str- and before I had this podcast, like, now I kind of soak it up like a sponge because I'm trying to learn about everybody. But before, when I would only have one or two fantasy teams, and I'd be walking with my headphone in, I would a lot of times just completely just zone out the pod. And then if I, as soon as they're like, say a player like, oh, Aaron, jo- Aaron Jones, yeah, I have him. And also my antenna pricks up. What are they gonna say about him? Like, yes, Aaron Jones is good and should definitely start. I'm like, okay, cool. I put that in. All right. And then I just need to shut back down until they play and they just bring up another. Aaron player. Jones, you should maybe start him. Fuck. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Okay. Well, you know that. God damn it. Now I'm all right I'm back thinking, where I was. Now all I'm thinking is maybe I shouldn't play him before. I was thinking I definitely should. You just, all you do is make me confused. Um. All right. Uh, last segment of the day, Rookie Bookie. This is a fun little segment where we learn how to gamble. We're both on this gambling adventure together. I've been doing um I've been doing all right. I'm seven, six, and one on the season. I had a one and two week. Uh you're six, six, and two, and you had yeah, a big push guy. A one what did you have? One, one and one this week? Yeah, last week, yeah. Or last week was one, one and one. Yeah. So yeah, we're basically I'm half a win up on you. Mm-hmm. Um I mean tough week. We'll just forget about it. Chalk it up to, you know. Whatever. I, the, here, here was the killer. I had Atlanta Falcons versus Green Bay Packers over. Over probably would have been fine if the Atlanta Falcons didn't go on an 11 and a half minute field goal drive. Literally. 11 minutes in the second quarter, took up the entire quarter, and then hit a field goal for three points. <laughs> Brutal. Over was going to hit, and they just completely sucked out the air of the room, so that was fine. But I would have been good if Justin Herbert just, like, kept the lead against the box that if he like, didn't like, throw that interception that you were yeah. just blacking out of your memory like fucking last episode and like yeah Justin Herbert had a perfect passer rating until, until the interception yeah, yeah well like fuck it wasn't blacked out that, I knew about it lost in the game um alright let's give you some picks we'll give you three picks for this week who are your uh, who are your three picks your locks for this week so uh I'm gonna take the Chargers to cover the spread against the Saints it's an eight point spread um wow yeah I, I, I just like they fucking the Bucks are playing better than the Saints right now, and they kept it within seven. That was the spread last week. The Bucks did lose to the Saints week one. I understand that, but recently the Bucks have been playing better. Yeah, I can get on that one. Um, okay, the next one, uh, I've got the Steelers winning by more than seven points against the Eagles. It's a very favorable line. Yeah, very yeah. favorable in Pittsburgh. Just everything about it is just like yeah. But cool. Philadelphia just beat San Francisco, Aiden. Should we not remember that? Should we not? Should we? Should we just forget about that? Sure. They weren't. They didn't have a starting quarterback. They didn't have their starting running back. Like, thank you. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> I, I needed to say that because there's somebody out there listening that's thinking this in their head. So I just wanted to hear. Yeah, that's, I agree. Oh. oh, and also, like, how many people have torn ACLs on their defense? Their entire like team. eighteen of them. <laughs> um, yeah. Like so I'm just taking the Steelers, 19. scoring more than seven points in the Eagles and winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Next, I got the Rams versus Washington. Also a seven-point spread. Rams are clearly favorited. I think the Rams, like, yeah, I think they're going to win this game by more than seven for sure. They're playing better than the Ravens, and the Ravens just beat them by more than, I think they beat them by 14. I think they want to prove to them, like, prove to people that they're playing unreal. They want to make sure that they They have to prove that they're, like, one of the good teams in their division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I can get down with all of those, honestly, so I'm kind of worried about the picks versus the picks this week, but um, (laughs) my first one is uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus five at Chicago Bears. Come on. The Bears, we I know they're three and one, but did you see their game last week? It was not good, and they haven't been playing that good. We all know that their three and one record is pretty piss poor. Um, the Bucks are playing great, to be honest. Give me the minus five. Um, I think they win by a lot more than one touchdown, and especially Thursday night, Chicago Bears short week to prepare. That's a lot more favorable thing for a you know a seasoned veteran like Tom Brady. Uh, next, I'm just one- I'm just scared about how many people play for the Bucks. That's the. I was looking at that line. That's but the they were bang. Hey, here's the thing. They they didn't know Mike Evans was going to be super injured last week. They knew he was coming in injured last week, but they didn't know how injured he was going to be. They didn't know OJ Howard was going to rupture his Achilles in the first half, and they still yeah, found really. a way to throw it to five different touch to five five touchdowns to five different receivers. Like, they still found a way in the middle of the game. So if they have a if they have a I mean if they have a little bit of time to prepare, they'll they'll, they'll I, I, I'm just really concerned. Mike Evans and Scotty Miller is a huge loss. Uh, Scotty Miller would be a big loss if he didn't play. That's that's where it becomes a little yeah. bit concerning because you, I already think Mike Evans isn't going to play. But if, mm-hmm. and now if yeah, I do not too. Playing, I don't think Mike Evans will. Play. Um, Arizona Cardinals at New York Jets. Arizona Cardinals minus seven. I mean, come on. I get it that they've been playing bad, but the Jets are probably the worst team in, the in New York. Yeah. Easy. You worried about the ACLs? Yeah. So you think uh, that it's a New York Jets plus seven? No, 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 no. I think I think I I was agreeing with you. Easy uh, bet. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even bet. I think they play worse than New York. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Give me a Arizona. They're just relying on the field. <laughs> I'm I'm worried that Arizona isn't the team we thought they were, but I'm definitely not worried that they're not better than seven points against the Jets. They're going to destroy them. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Like they're definitely not what we thought they were. They're probably not a Super Bowl contender anymore because they've had two Kenyan bad Drake. games in a row, but they're certainly better than the fucking New York Jets. They're going to spank them. And plus they're pissed. Okay. They've had two bad games in a row. They want to show that they're still the Cardinals. We think they are, even though they're not. And the last one is Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts at Cleveland Browns. Give me the over 47. Cleveland Browns have scored a lot of points this season. I, I, I think get it's actually, that the Colts are a good defense. The line went down to 46. Really? Yes. It's going to keep going down because people are loving the Indianapolis Colts defense right now. Indianapolis defense. Indianapolis does have a good defense, but they've played some shit teams so far. They let the Vikings throw 30 points on them. Yeah. Right? And the Vikings have not been good. Uh, the Cleveland Browns have been good. Like, I don't want to like the Browns. I know they're your team a little bit over there. Shut the fuck LOL. up. LOL. But I like <laughs> I, I like the Cleveland Browns to score at least 30 points again against the Colts. I'm not that scared of their defense. And, I mean, the Colts have been doing well, too. I mean, the the Vikings only scored 11 points on them, by the way. What? What did I think? Oh, man, I keep on thinking that Tennessee and Indianapolis are the same team. Because they might have well just... <laughs> Yeah, Tennessee scored 30. But, uh, yeah, no. The Vikings only scored 11. Tennessee scored 30 on Indianapolis? Yes, I think it was 33-30. to 30. So, I, I, same. Or maybe, didn't the Colts lose that game? I think Tennessee scored 33 on them. Either way. Yeah, something like that. Indian- they scored 30 or 30 plus. Indianapolis so, has a good defense, but it's being skewed by having played some shit teams as of yeah. so far. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the over in that game. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. Also, follow 4th and Wrong Pod on Instagram. We've been slacking a little bit, but we'll, just I mean, give us a follow. If you like the content, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Don't send us dick pics, though. No, I talked about this. You can send us dick pics. But go pics. creep Isaiah. He's hot. 
Yeah, yeah. Keep on saying. And there's a link right there. You can see the computer there. You can see. He's got good music. Go check it out. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. it? You got anything to say? No, you're just too hot. No, no, no. He's <laughs> no. He's fine. He's fine. He's checking out fans. He's looking at trades. He wants to go try and trade away. He's got uh, the selfie camera open. I'm actually looking. Five ten cartridges. Yeah. From what? Marijuana. Uh, buying some narcotics. I see. I dabble in a little bit of them. You know what I'm saying? I go for a bond rip right about now. Not narcotics. We don't do those. Is this not narcotic? Wait, I do narcotics. I don't think uh, weed's a plant. But I don't I mean I do narcotics too. No. No, I, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 My mom listens to this, man. Yeah, she knows she is. She knows I do narcotics. She's smart. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, on um, running backs. There's none in the league anymore. They're all yeah. injured. We need to do a top five episode. Absolutely. Jarek McKinnon, RB one. Jarek McKinnon. Okay, no, let, let's let's think about wide receivers right now. Let's just do a quick wide receiver. See if we can come to a unanimous wide receiver. One is DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, cool. Wide receiver two is Devonte Adams or Michael Thomas, even though they're injured. Uh, I think one, two, three are those guys. I think it's Devonte Adams. Okay, sure, yeah. I can get down with that. And then three is Michael Thomas. No, um, I'm actually I'm not on the Michael Thomas train. I'm not on the Drew Brees train. But so he's not on the think top five. I have to think about this. So he's honestly. not top five. Is he top five wide receiver still? I don't think so. Okay, so then who's three, friend? I'm trying to think about this. Let me let me pull up a list of wide receivers. Calvin pull. Ridley. No, fuck off. Well, he's up there, bro. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Calvin Ridley was an unreal call. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. DK Metcalf is he's your third best wide receiver. I love DK. I know, but I can't for the life of me bring myself. Julio to Jones, Tyree Kill touchdown in every game so far. Yeah, I, I guess it has to be Michael Thomas. Like looking at all these wide receivers, like okay, no, number four. Adam Thielen is up there though. Like who's your number four? Uh, it might be it might be DK. Honestly, I I think I have Tyree Kill. I know we've had this conversation. And then five, I think I might have Calvin Ridley. Especially with Julio Jones not playing lately. If Julio Jones isn't playing, I'll give it to Calvin Ridley. But, like, yeah. I can't believe this, bro. I think Amari Cooper's going to be up there, too. I can't believe the Calvin Ridley thing. Like, I this, like, just, I don't want to toot my own horn. I know like, nobody likes when somebody toots their own horn. But when I said, like, I, I predicted him as being the 11th best wide receiver going into the season. And, like, that was super high. And he has still surpassed those expectations. Like, what a call. Yeah, I have him at 19. What, you had him at 19? Yeah. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he didn't produce great last year. So like, I saw the writing on the wall. I saw it. I hey, mean, you know what it, I had? It you also know what I had? helps a that, feeling. It also trust helps Aaron's that, feelings. Like, trust Aaron's feelings. It also helps that week two Julio fucking got injured. Like, <laughs> like that helps him. It, he he got injured, but he was he had his best games when Julio was still there, bro. He had twenty. Julio's 20. only played one full game. A two full games. He got injured in, in the third game, didn't he? Nope. He didn't play week three. Okay. Well, I mean, Calvin Ridley's best game was still week one, and then his second best game was when Julio was still playing. He's played his worst games with Julio being not playing at all. I guess he has all the defensive attention. So maybe it's the opposite. 
So maybe, maybe if Julio plays Calvin Ridley is up there, but if Julio doesn't play Calvin Ridley is bum. Maybe Calvin Ridley is the best wide receiver in Atlanta now, and Julio gets the secondary coverage. Stop it. Could you imagine if Julio starts? Stop getting, it. Could you imagine if Julio gets starts have, getting secondary you, coverage? Just uh, see, goes here's off. the thing about that is that I know you love Julio way Obviously, too much. Obviously, I'm kidding, Aiden. Like fucking chill. I chill. just I can't even if you're kidding. That's just like that's just like something you don't joke about. Uh, Calvin Ridley being better than Julio Jones. Yes. Well, check the numbers, bruv. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, check yeah. the numbers, sure, bruv. I will. Peep the statistics. Sure. Peep the statistics. <laughs> <laughs> what are we at, Isaiah? How many minutes? Uh, one thirty. One thirty. Oh, we've 30? got like a good like twenty minutes to just talk shit then. Oh, uh, twenty minutes. I think like, <laughs> Isaiah just goes no instantly. Isaiah's trying to get home. He's got to do his own narcotics. <laughs> this work. No, I'm just no, kidding. stop no. it. Okay, we can't, we're not drug guys. You're my name. We're not drug Mom, guys. Stop listening. Did she listen to the full up. episode? I don't know, but uh, she listened to enough That's that she heard me say cunt multiple times. Well, so I'm, she either listened to three sentences. 12 minutes of the episode, and you've yeah. heard at least five cunts. <laughs> yeah, it is one of my favorite. I'm British. It's in my blood. That was the answer I gave you, her. I mean, we're just going to throw in that you're British and it's in your blood. Yeah, I say cunt. Who? How, who's British? My dad's from England. Doesn't sound like it. My grandma's born from England, but it. sounds like, <laughs> like it. A couple of British boys. Oi, cunt. Oi, cunt. Cunt. That's more Australian. Cunt. Well, yeah, but that's it sounds but I don't like when you pronounce the T. It's when you're really, it, that's when it sounds really cunty. It's when you're like cunt. It's like, ooh, uh, <laughs> That one fucking hurts. Hey, holy shit. Yeah, like cunt. <laughs> uh, cunt. Uh. But cunt, like when, a, when an Australian says it, cunt. Ah, uh, it's much better. They yeah, like, it's like endearing. The T bites like a hornet. You know what I'm see, saying? See, I use I see, and that's the thing is like I cunt. don't use when I say cunt, it's always not a bad thing. Like I address my friend, like it's an endearing term for me. It's like when my friend walks in, it's like, "What's up, cunt?" Like cunt. <laughs> you know, when Isaiah walked in today, I'm pretty sure when Isaiah walked in today, I said, "Hey, what's up, cunt?" What's up, cunt? Well, yeah, because he's kind of like yeah, it's like I feel like it's a guy thing, like bitch, like we call you. What's up, bitch? He's, like, a, he's a cunt, but he's a hot cunt. Yeah. He's oh, he's super cunt. hot. So All right. We're gonna we're done with the cunts Wait, you now. You don't like being called hot? No, the cunt. We have guaranteed no oh. advertising for another so couple So we can weeks. call you hot, but we can't call you a hot cunt. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. There's no room for Jesus here. Well, just kidding. If, you, if you're about it, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have seen his eyes when he said that they shot up to like see if I was approving of the message. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I, like, I shouldn't say fuck Jesus. He's like, oh shit, anything. did I just say that? <laughs> I didn't say fuck Jesus. He doesn't do it for me, but he might do it for you. He definitely doesn't do it for me. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. We got. I got. What, I mean, what else is there? What else you got to say? Yeah. Go for a pop school. Okay. <laughs> do you have anything of substance to say for this podcast? The or Snickers? You guys want a Snickers? After I that? like Snickers. Uh, but I'm on the. We're on the colon cleanse that made you. Well, I'm leak. not. Yeah. No. No. It, Maybe it, this is a quick story we should tell. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Okay, so we're all watching football. We're watching Sunday night football. Was it Sunday night or Monday night? Who cares? Yeah, I think it was Sunday. Um, uh, There was four of us, okay? And one of them, one of the people, his name is Matthew. He was on Instagram, and he was, he came across a post, and he said, hey, did you guys know that you could have four to was, 30 pounds? Was it 30 or 20? It was 7 to 20. 7 to 20. Got the numbers completely wrong. You can have 7 to 20 pounds of excess like shit in your stomach in your colon yeah in your and colon stuck and in it's your just stuck in there and, and then like all of us just like imagined it and we're like oh my god that sounds awful i want to i want to lose 20 pounds of shit yeah and um we all kind of had the same idea like let's get a colon cleanser like okay so then 
my buddy, the one that found the Instagram post, calls the nearest grocery store. Matthew calls them yeah, and he says, hey, with story. a straight <laughs> face, with a straight face, he says, hey, do you guys have colon cleansers? And for the next 15 minutes, him and the lady on the phone discussed <laughs> yeah. the best colon cleanser for Really him. good at her job. Yeah. And then the four of us walked into said grocery store. And we all got our own colon cleansers. We talked to the same lady again, yeah. and um, really no, cool. not even just colon cleanser. Yeah. We got we got full blown cleanses. Like these are like yeah, the we, liver. They're for liver and colon. Just for better living. For better yeah. living. Renew life. Shout out. I just wanted to shit that twenty pounds out, dog. And if it's between four and twenty, I'm definitely on the twenty side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a. Uh, uh, we all then proceeded to buy just one item each in the line in the grocery store. We all had our little box of colon cleansers uh but they were just main cleansers so then we bought them yeah. used them they worked pretty well for me made me poop a little bit but you had some you had some issues with them i actually yeah so we both started the same day yeah it was the day after we got them yeah so i took it uh and then you know you take you take the cleanse during the day and then you take another one at night and that's like a laxative so yeah. when you wake up you just shit all the things that you cleansed out of your body yeah so like i, I woke up you know I, I went and i took a shit and I was didn't think anything of it. Just went and took my puppy out for a walk. And I, I'm getting back from the walk, and I'm like, "Wow, I must have not like wiped fully or something like that." <laughs> you know, like, you know, you just like it's like, wow, it's like it doesn't feel right down there. It wasn't a dingleberry, but more like dingle juice. Yeah, yeah. It felt like my yeah, ass cheeks were juicy. were slightly wet on the inside near my ass. All right, let's keep it going. So I, yeah, I uh, I go to I go and I just go to wipe my ass, and uh, yeah, just blood. Just blood is there. Anal leakage, some call it. So I, I made the executive decision to not do the colon cleanse anymore. Didn't and de- I haven't bled out of my ass since. Didn't deter me. I'm still... <laughs> yeah, I, I actually went to Aaron and I said, hey, maybe don't do the colon cleanse anymore. I said it's just you. I'm bleeding out of my ass. I said it's just a you thing. And he said, it's, it's okay, you, it's brother. Me. I've just been eating beets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, so then, yeah, to flip that story, he's like, are you bleeding out of your ass? And I, I thought about it. And I was like, I, I had beets yesterday. <laughs> so there's no real way of knowing because my shit was fully reddish anyways. I, I don't think so, but hey, I don't know. But I'm just going to... All I know is it's the only instance where I've ever bled out of my ass. So maybe don't do the cleanse. <laughs> Well, I mean, until I, that was I, a little graphic. I, yeah, I mean, we I gotta put a we gotta put a like a little explicit thing on this one. Hey, do you think we probably have had that explicit thing every episode? Yeah, yeah but we also like uh, this no, is no, no, a true no, no. Story I literally have to put the e. You get an option on every episode of if it's explicit or not. Of course, I can't, buddy. I can't release this without having a fucking e. Like, you need to have some form of like warning that this is gonna be fucked if you choose to listen to it. Maybe, maybe our first sponsor should be like a doctor. Uh, we just get <laughs> exams done. Our, our buddy says that our first sponsor could be Cappuccino King. So you know what? We're just going to give him a free sponsor right now. If you're in the Calgary area, the 403, the YYC, yeah. all right, and you have uh, Cappuccino needs for your business, um, specifically like, you know, a, a richer business uh, in, in an office and, you, you know, some of the some of the hootie tooties there with like a Cappuccino, it might boost uh, morale. Mm-hmm. Check out Cappuccino King. They have great prices. They'll service it for you. They'll check it out. Uh, yeah. Ask maybe, for Pete. Ask for Pete Itzo. Okay? Nicest guy you will ever meet. Yeah, he'll he'll get little the job. Italian fella. He'll get the job done for you. So that's a quick shout out to Cappuccino King. All right, it's a free shout out. No yeah. free shout outs, but it's a free shout out. Um, they deserve it. Yeah, and now it's that's off the top of the dome. So hey, Manscaped, MeUndies, any of you guys, that was off the top of the dome. I didn't. That's not written down. I can advertise anything for anybody, and I will do it. Yeah. Okay, so get at me, message me, DM me, fourththoughtwrong at gmail.com. Fourth and wrong pod on Instagram.
Is that it? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Is that all the plugs you can figure? <laughs> uh, at DJ Islander. At go, Zaya Official. Go, uh, I, oh, what's his, uh... I think, oh, his, I think his Instagram name is Henny Visions. Henny Visions. Yeah. Oh yeah, at Henny Visions. I mean, of all of our friends, excellent doing, photographer. Yeah, he's doing. He's, he's probably him and uh, him and Nathan are probably doing the most successful right now. He, he does. Uh, I think he he does mostly Tur- Toronto, Vancouver, and Calgary are kind of his bases for photography right now. So if you live in any of those areas, any any go, places that matter. So it's uh, it's Henny <laughs> underscore Visions. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm trying to plug my friend. Okay, Henny so- underscore visions. Go check him out on Instagram. Great photographer. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. He's Not great at fantasy. Uh, yeah. How about, hey, just to finish it off, this will be how we end it. We're not going to do it. And we're just going to slowly fade out. And we're going to be talking about who is on Hanok's team right now. So let's just bring up Hanok's team. <laughs> and let's just slowly read out... <laughs> Line up on Hanok's team, and that'll be how we fade out. It'll be just be like almost like a sad, somber ending to um, to uh, to actually. No, 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 let's do a let's do a little horns. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hanok, okay, uh, okay, so you want me to go for it? Yeah, you go for it, you go for it. Okay, so we got Deshaun Watson, nice, that's Alvin nice. Kamara, great, okay, yeah, great, that's RB1, Chris Thompson, I what, John Brown. Hold on. Mike Gusecki. No, 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 no. Zach Ertz. Is that... Wait. Bears did you defense. say two tight ends? Oh, in, yeah. In this... In, oh, yeah. Okay. And Chris Thompson. Um, and you did yeah. say Chris Thompson. And Bears right. defense. Oh, they've been okay. Harrison Bucker, great kicker. Hey, uh, hey. Got the one of <laughs> Devontae Adams, real tough. On the, oh, hey, man, AJ really, Brown, real tough. I mean, to be fair, he has Alvin Kamara and Devontae Adams. And AJ Brown. Uh, yeah, he's just banged up right now. So I guess Philip Lindsay. Uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, Sonny Michelle. Huh? Matthew Stafford. Huh? Eric Ebron. Randall Cobb. <laughs> Tim Patrick. Hey, hey, hey. He's doing all right. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, oh he, buddy. This Rash- guy, he's just been bit by the injury bug. Rashad Penny. But, wh- wait, why Rashad Penny? I don't know. But why Rashad Penny? Sony Michelle is on IR. Probably time to put on, on his there. bench. And Rashad Penny is still on his team. Yeah, you know. In his IR spot. Hey, so, mistakes have been made. We'll fade out with that. <laughs> that was that was not a good show. Hey, follow his page, but don't follow his. Great photographer. <laughs> Great photographer. Okay. Uh, au revoir. Au revoir.